0: If you think you'll get out alive, you must be dreaming. No one makes it out of this podcast alive. No one. They always end up killing themselves before the episode ends. (laughs) My name's Andy. With me, as always, dead in everyone's dreams, Muller.
1: You know, guys can have night too. You ain't got a corner on the market or something. Night are the real nightmare.
0: (laughs) And joining us today, welcome to primetime, bitch, Ovision.
2: <laughs> you said about you miss Braden
0: yet? Uh, well, yeah, now I'm just like I've said before, I'm stuck with Muller now.
1: It's just, it's just you
2: oof. two. I miss Braden. I've gone back to some old episodes. And well, I like, mean, you know, that,
1: that is, I just get
2: no more. Your hug. intros for Braden were always so suggestive. Yeah, I was, That's that was. I just want to know, like, how big that hole in your heart is now. <laughs> Well, Uh, well,
1: he's uh, got a lot of cum built up.
2: (laughs) No more suggestive.
0: If we we have Richard on, I can easily just transfer all of those to him.
1: So
2: that's true, very true.
1: I was thinking, a bookstore would be a horrible place to be during an earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Why?
3: Why? All the, all the books think are falling.
1: Yeah, but so you have thousands of books falling on you. Wouldn't like a warehouse be worse? Like with all like the, oh, the yeah. forklift racking that could easily just fall and crumble. But and I don't think that the forklift things, things are going to fall over during no, like, an earthquake. Shell. it's the it's the rumbling it and the things on fall out. An earthquake is. I mean, I guess a uh, China shop too would be pretty bad. Yeah, especially if they had like ten levels of China and
2: all falling down. China. Did, was there an earth, There was an earthquake recently, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, there's always an earthquake recently. <laughs> there's
2: <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in the world. Somewhere, yeah, no, somewhere think, somewhere there, there was one near earthquake. Vancouver Island that someone oh, was right. telling me about. Yeah,
1: I was on the phone with actually one of my coworkers, and he was like, "Oh, sorry, there's an earthquake right now, and I'm falling over. Uh, I'm gonna have to call you right back." And, uh, Seriously? <laughs> that actually did happen too. So, uh, you know, probably less comedically than I've than I've said it.
2: But. I remember. Do you remember the earthquake in 2001 that happened in Seattle? Uh, like, we were kids. That, that's no. called 9-11? No, uh, wrong city. Other side of the country. All right. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I'm, like, sitting in class, and there's this girl across from me who had a reputation for being annoying. I don't know if that was imposed on her. Anyway, so I thought she was, like, shaking my desk. I'm like, stop shaking my desk. She's like, I'm not shaking my, your desk. I'm like, stop it. And then you slapped her across the mouth. <laughs>
1: it's time it. for prime time,
2: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, You're welcome to. I and then all of a up. sudden, like, this... Sh- it kind of stopped and then through the PA through the PA system like somebody the principal's like yeah so there was an earthquake so please get under your desk there was an earthquake so we so had to get, get under, under your our desk. desks after it was over
0: <laughs> and then you stood up and you said no no it was just this annoying girl it had nothing to do with any
1: earthquake <laughs> This dumb bitch. (laughs) Look what you've done. You tricked the principal into thinking there was an earthquake. You've disrupted the whole class. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you think there's going to be an aftershock now and this lady's going to make sure it
2: happens. And then I speaking so of earthquake got into drills, your desk. yeah, we all got into another, And whenever we had earthquake drills in that school too, I now recall, they would play like this crappy like rumbling sound through the PA system to like symbolize an earthquake, <laughs> and it was like this crappy. Spe- <laughs> yeah. What kind of weirdo brainwashing school? Yeah, what type of school did you go to? It was, t- it was the worst elementary school ever. I hated it. What? What was it? Short read. It was, was
1: it like a private school?
2: No, or? it was just a regular school by where poor people lived.
1: Well, why did you hate it so much? Because there were too poor many poor people. people. Yeah, they have right.
2: like weird simulated earthquakes <laughs> and they're like,
0: well, you got to work under your desk for the rest of the day now because yeah. there <laughs> was yeah. an
1: earthquake. You're going to have to bore, borrow
2: some hamburger helper from one of your other poor classmates because <laughs> yeah, that's all you're eating. It was a, Yeah, it wasn't fun. What no. else did you dislike about it? All my classmates. Yeah. But they disliked me first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, I'm like, I love people. And they're like, we hate you. Like, oh.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's all poor people. So yeah,
2: yeah exactly. So do you have more on books or something? <laughs> no, like,
1: or <laughs> no, but I did have a joke on Brett Kavanaugh. This planned for this week. <laughs> a da- and the dated joke. Yeah, now. Yeah. It's been like a week since that whole thing. And it doesn't take long. It's for completely to irrelevant. Like I might as well be telling uh, a joke about, the second Resident Evil movie <laughs> coming out in 2006. Like, that's how dated so this is. So get
0: a load of this Paris Hilton character.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's she, basically
0: what you're doing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, uh,
1: I, like, I, I just love how upset everybody was. I sent you this, I sent you this post yesterday um, from uh, this trans woman who was post. She, she was saying, oh, you know, I went to this support group. Um, for, like, I don't know, probably, like, some other trans person or something like that. Um, And, uh... And, and everybody in the support group was just crying and crying about all, all of this Trump stuff and whatever and just like going on and, and on about it. And, I'm, and they're all talking about how awful these Republicans and uh, you know, how they're going to completely destroy all their court cases from the past and, and write them out of existence and they're weeping and there's gnashing of teeth at this like support group. And she's like, I'm sitting here like a registered Republican, like just trying to be a trans person myself. <laughs> (laughs) Like and you know, mind my own business or whatever the hell. Like I'm, I'm trying to do, and it's like this Brett Kavanaugh thing was a very similar situation. And maybe maybe he's a terrible choice. Like I don't know. I'm. It sounds like kind of a dick, but I love that. A week later, I can't even make a joke about it because that's how irrelevant it has already become. (laughs) This thing like a week ago that you. I mean, it's going to be like. I guess the episode will come out this week, so it won't be that dated. But but it's so dated all at the same time.
0: Yeah, the outrage culture moves on... Really quickly. that,
2: well, that, yeah, that, <laughs> that uh, was an in and out situation. Yeah, that was, uh, that was that was uh yeah that was wah, really. Wah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got um I got in a huge I got lambasted this week real bad I think in two or three separate what, conversations what, before you get
0: in it what, what's with you like because I've noticed you getting in a few like are
2: these like social actual media hold on, there social <laughs> media <laughs> conversations these, or real these are
1: Facebook comments okay. these are these are conversations that could never happen in real life because nobody <laughs> would. <laughs> Talk like that. Nobody would talk in 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 this sort of fashion ever. Uh, sorry, were you asked? Uh, no, I've just noticed you like get it, like,
0: not necessarily like getting in arguments, but definitely saying things or posting something or whatever that just gets people like.
1: They just get
0: so almost, upset. Like, obviously upset. Like, because I saw you post that. Like, I wake up very early for work, and I just I jump on Facebook while I eat breakfast. And I saw that you had posted something like that late in the night. And uh, I was going to comment. I never commented stuff early in the morning because I'm just too tired to think of anything. But I was going to comment something just like a... Uh-oh. <laughs> like, I know what's coming. Like, yeah. <laughs> I I don't have a strong opinion on what you posted, but I know this is the kind of thing where people are just gonna
1: oh, 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 like a free throw to <laughs> And that's the
2: exact sound they make. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, that actually you can hear it through. It. So uh so the first just, po- <laughs> uh
0: a podcast we listened to by a guy who goes by Dick Masterson. He had the greatest description of that reaction, which is like it's like they're watching a magic show and listening to a racist tirade at the same time.
1: <laughs> just, I just can't
0: believe what they're
1: hearing. This is the perfect description of that. I always think about that. So, I mean, I try to have a particular view on on, you know, prop, current issues, right? So if it's like if the issue is trans people in bathrooms or out of bathrooms, I'm not going to have one of those two opinions. I'm going to have some some sure. third, some third opinion on it, but somehow people always seem to be able to to nail me back into one of those groups. Like inadvertently, they just tell it's, me that's what I'm saying, and then if, somehow I am. Do even you know though, why? Yeah, you tell me.
0: It's because they don't actually have a strong opinion on any <laughs> of this either. They've just liked to have latched themselves to a team,
1: right? Yeah. And now
0: they want to argue that even if what you were arguing has nothing to do with what they're accusing you of, but they just—it's not about them really believing in anything. It's about. Just waving a flag, like I'm, I'm pro this. It's people, people like pro wrestling is more than they realize. Like they, they would all, they would all love it. Everyone looks down on the WWF and whatever. They are WWE. the same people.
1: They these is the same mentality, especially from the ra- like a radical left side. They are the same people who lambast liking sports teams. Uh, I mean, I definitely, I, <laughs> I definitely, mean, and I do too. But you know, I definitely
0: see it from both sides. I think it's just. Uh, Social media in general is just uh, more populated by left wing.
1: Face thinkers, Facebook in particular. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, so but it I, definitely happens from both
1: sides. We've we've talked about this a little bit, uh-huh. uh, which is SOGI, which is uh, our Canada's Gender Identity Act, which basically says your your gender identity is protected or whatever. And okay, no, not a big problem. And then, uh, as an extension of that, they have. Uh, they have uh, classroom uh, materials so that teachers can teach their middle school students uh, that we just live in a, a patriarchy of the West, and you're just oppressed. Um, you know, lots of things, lots of ideology that I want taught to young children, and of course,
0: I've never um, really looked into the Soji thing. I hear lots of people outraged about it, and they always just describe it. it's like, oh, it's just like a pamphlet to help with bullying or
1: something. Yes, but I've never this, looked into it. It's this anti, this, yeah. It's this. That's the that's the stance is it's this anti-bullying thing. So if you say anything even remotely questioning the material itself, uh, well, you just want to bully trans people to death. Like that well, and that's and that's your opinion that it must be if you question anything.
0: Isn't it also kind of funny the idea that you can fix the whole bullying scenario which is just it's always been a thing because i th- i think it has to do with social hierarchies more than anything. But the idea that you can fix all like like Teachers just don't know how to stop like bullying specific to trans but really it's like if you're a teacher and you see some student treating another student like shit, whether it's because they're trans, fat or it's whatever. It's very easy to recognize. Just stop them from doing that. But at the same time, like as if a pamphlet's gonna be able to fix like this like latent genetics. Well it's of a, a whole it's a whole hierarchy. curriculum. Like they
1: have grade by grade things. Yeah, uh, in grade eight we're uh, gonna yeah, t- t- again, I don't know what, what much about what it actually is. In in grade eight, we're going to be teaching you about misogyny. It's like, yes, that's what I want. Is, uh, this is our government teaching kids about misogyny. Uh, because uh, of course misogyny is just hating women right it's a huge problem in our society <laughs> yeah. it's like no they're going to teach them about all of these like this this shitty wage gap problem that's very improperly analyzed in the media like they're just going to teach them a bunch of bullshit because that's what they teach you in the university well, as sorry. well so it's not like all of a sudden it's like oh Right. As soon as they start teaching eighth graders this, they're gonna fix all their shit research all of a sudden, right? It's like, why would I trust that that would happen? So I also think
0: it's weird because I, I feel like, and I know this is one of the things that people snapped at you about earlier this week or whatever. I don't know if you're gonna get into it. But, oh yeah, totally. Um,
1: like, think, things the, These got to be fresh. I can't things, bring this in on a month,
0: you know? Like, now, it's not gonna, gonna
1: be relevant <laughs> anymore, and I'm not gonna care. Like, <laughs> so, like,
0: social issues and whatever at least in Western uh, countries, are, are better now than ever. Like like socially, things are better now than ever. It's like yeah, you made a great like,
1: point when we were talking about this. You're like, just ask any of them if they'd rather be a trans person 30 years ago yeah. or today. Yeah.
0: Clearly, it's better to today. Not to say there isn't any... like, like that Yeah, we make improvement. We, we shouldn't be striving. Like we should always be striving for things to be better. Uh, even when, even if we think things are perfect. Like what, where, where can things be better? Blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, like things, in my opinion... And stats will back me up on this. Yeah. Uh, are better now than ever. And sure. I and I don't think that's because of government involvement. I just think our culture, our culture, just kind of naturally gravitated to be more. Well, it's prob- just naturally more inclusive. But now it's like it's at a point where. Thing, like we've gotten to this point where things are pretty good and of course there could be more improvement, but now it's like people are looking to the government to regulate the improvement, but why? It's like, why can't, like it seems like our culture is already going in that direction that's got it got us to this point where things are better now than ever. You want to get the government involved to regulate that when it's just like things are, like, like for instance, uh, a couple years back, when the states uh, legally legalized gay marriage like
1: across the board. Oh, I remember that. I got in a lot of arguments. <laughs> <laughs> I I, imagine, I was but, actually on the other. <laughs> I was on very much the left side of that discussion, the, uh, just to thing, be clear. The thing is,
0: um, like by that point, the government was way behind. Pretty much everyone, except for people who were like 95 years old, was on board for gay marriage. Like no, either they're on board for, or they just didn't care. Like yeah, whatever, go ahead. Uh, But we got to that point as a culture long before the government involved. It's not like government regulation brought us there. That didn't happen at all. The government just did it as a reaction to, oh, well, more people are on board for it. So if we want to continue to get voted in, we got to be on board for it. Yeah, I guess we should write down
1: all the things we're seeing.
0: My point (laughs) being, though, is the culture got there long before the government got there. And when your culture is already heading in that direction, like with the soji and trans stuff or gay marriage or whatever... I don't really think you need government involved in it. And, I actually, and in my opinion, it's a dangerous thing to get government involved It's horribly involved dangerous.
1: It. It's like, because now you're like, okay, what does misogyny mean? I know I keep bringing that the, one up, but it's a really easy one to it's rail the, on.
0: the hatred of women.
1: Yeah, but it's not the hatred of women well, because you have, you have all this unconscious misogyny. It's like, um, here, I'm going to show you two pictures. Uh, I'm going to show you a picture of a man and a picture of a woman. And then I'm going to say a bunch of words to you like kitchen and... Wrench. And Mm -hmm. it's like, and you make some associations. It's like, I've uncovered all this misogyny because you associated the woman with that thing and and all this stuff. And it's like, it's all this very subtle shit. And it's like, man, that's a very confusing issue. There's probably a lot of things that you can do about it. By the way, you cannot train yourself out of those reactions. Um, (laughs) Like, they've done a lot of tests on that. Um, You know, and they've done the same with like, you know, um, like different races and stuff. And like, and the researchers who are doing these tests, they're measuring, Uh, Yeah, they're measuring their associations and they're measuring how long it takes them to make those associations. So if it takes you longer to make an association between like a black person and like r- being rich. It's yeah. like it kind of uncovers this bias that you have, right? I am, I know I'm glossing over that, but just trust what I'm saying. Um, so, uh, so the researchers who do this type of stuff. I always stuff, do say, yeah, it, though, never
0: <laughs> trust them all. So.
1: The researchers who do this stuff, though, they find these biases inside themselves and they're just disturbed. They're like, oh my God, like, how do I view the world this way? Um, and then they take the test a million times over. They do all of this yeah. training to try yeah. to get rid of it. No difference. This is the same biases exist regardless. I,
0: I had a, a similar topic of conversation last night with a few friends. And yeah, it's like they just couldn't comprehend. Like what I was arguing is like, I think like... You're not a horrible person for having those biases only if you act on them. Like if you're really doing something to oppress or I don't know, like something absurd that you hear about from like a, the 1950s. Like I
1: mean, you yeah. just you just try to be aware of them and like take them into consideration. Yeah, exactly. It's like but I, I don't it's think, not that complicated. You don't need that many rules around it. It's just exactly I what I said. is a good rule of thumb. that
0: natural bias makes you a bad person because I think it's just like a latent Well, it's like, but just the, like dormant. So, DNA so but inside here's the thing us.
1: about about those biases is uh, and which I think really depoliticizes it, is people of that race also make the same mistake. Of course. They also make the same biases against themselves yeah so so which it, so it's so it's not the, it's not like this racist thing where you're oppressing other people It's like there are cultural associations I get that that's like that's kind of fucked up, and I think we should do a lot of research to kind of figure out how that works and how to you know f- figure that out. We definitely don't have the answers. nobody's talking about what I just talked about in any of these discussions, which is actually the data on the uh, on it and how it works uh-huh. and it's like. But trust us to write this uh, this curriculum for your kids from now on. Yeah. Right, well, I, I'll just trust that. I also think... You're not uh, trustworthy.
0: I've, I've probably said similar things in the past, uh, but I think people should just... People could benefit from not taking themselves so seriously oh, or, or trying to find the humor in it. <laughs> if I am to... Uh, I'm going to do another reference to another podcast, yeah. uh, Bill Burr's podcast. He's talking about like just about all like the... The focus there's been on inclusion in movies nowadays. Like we have to make sure every demographic dem- demographic of people is is represented. But he's like, you know, yeah, that so- was
1: the biggest problem with Black Panther. <laughs> Too many black people. <laughs>
0: but he said, he said something like. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's like sometimes it's just it just feels weird like if they suddenly had like one of these like big group superhero movies but they wanted to like there was just like a big group of redheaded ones because he's a redhead.
1: I'm a redhead. As <laughs> yeah, well, nobody's for advocating like, for gingers in any. I'm a ad- well. Yeah, we got two redheads. But he in said, like nobody's uh,
0: advocating for that, and rightfully so. I don't get even it would I don't be even,
1: weird
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like imagine just a group of redheaded superheroes <laughs> and watching that accident. That'd Something be great. It would be. Weird. <laughs> we need that. Yes. I
2: don't. We don't even get an emoji. <laughs> It would be. It would be creepy. When the weird when the, to see. when the diverse emoji came out, I was I was mad because I didn't get an, I didn't get an emoji. How am I supposed to express myself through emoji? You know, I was fine with just the yellow circle faces, but that wasn't enough for everyone else. So they had to become specific. But then I was left out.
1: I always want to put an Asian man my, as the emoji. I don't want to put a white guy who's me. You know, my
0: point being, like, I'm a redhead and I don't feel mm. bad or really good about that. I just don't feel anything about it. Like. But I definitely see the humor of like, yeah, you see a group of redheads and there's something (laughs) weird (laughs) about it. It just looks, it looks funny. That's all I'm trying to say. And people could benefit from recognizing that. Uh, Whatever about yourself. There's something funny about every group. And and that's not
1: necessarily evil. Can be,
0: but not necessarily.
1: So my thought on that is, if you were a kid and we started to teach you about how redheads are oppressed... Sure. That narrative could oh, exist sure, sure, within sure. you very easily, where it's like, oh, well, nobody taught you that, and you really don't feel much about it, and yeah. it doesn't seem to be a problem uh, at all for you. I mean, it's just not a very compelling narrative because uh, I don't know if a lot of people have enslaved, like, redheads or anything. Nobody, 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 nobody,
0: nobody gives a fuck yeah, about Yeah, they're just heads. forgotten. The <laughs> wow. invisible it's race. The
2: <laughs> it's the minority that no, nobody cares no, about. No, no, nobody no. gives a damn. And no, I find no, that no. funny. Like,. Uh, in the UK, redheads are always I've heard bullied, I've and heard they're this. called gingers. And then in movies Isn't and Isn't everyone TV, in Scotland like a redhead? Is, and then then mo- are, and like, that could probably be one. And then in <laughs> movies and TV, redheads are always the bully, even though they're always the well, I mean, the in South Park, like they literally say they have no souls. <laughs> like, yeah, I was
0: going to say, was <laughs> yeah. there was a whole South Park episode that I remember being just like, just outside of high school, I think, when like just graduated from high school, when it aired. And it's like I gotta imagine that increased like, bullying. <laughs> oh, definitely! Redheads, like there's sure. tons of
1: redhead memes and stuff about like not having souls and shit. And it's like that's yeah, kind of funny.
2: The funny thing is no one no one commented on my hair color when I was in elementary school, and I went to a terrible elementary school. And oh, really? Which is weird. Yeah. You're and then all, I never I didn't weird. get called you're a ginger. S- I didn't get called a ginger until like college. Yeah, until the South Park episode <laughs> yeah, came out. Because
0: you were all like <laughs> stuffed under
1: your desk, too worried about earthquakes <laughs> to, uh, to
0: focus <laughs> on any of this sort
1: of stuff. <laughs> It was nice under there. I, you know, I was thinking the other day, I wish more people called me German sl- slurs, like calling me like yeah. a kraut or something. People are always calling me a Nazi, but like that, I don't think that's the same like the <laughs> thing that
0: Yeah, there's something funny.
1: <laughs> I was thinking so about horrible. pulling that out and saying how <laughs> offensive it is, it is to call me a Nazi as a German person or something the next time someone there's says that I can turn some... that identity
2: identity. Yeah, politics but now everyone around. gets called a Nazi so Yeah I know but I can
1: a, I could be like but you don't know that I'm a German <laughs> like like if you call like if you call somebody like a racist it's like but I'm half black there's like you something... know and then you can pull that card right, out and yeah, yeah. you know that would be kind of funny.
0: I don't know quite what it is, but there's something funny about poking fun at someone from where they're from. Not necessarily like their race or anything. Like someone like like I always find it funny when there's a joke made about French people being perverted. No matter what it is, it's always funny Yeah, they're perverts. (laughs) Yeah. Or like I just I can't remember I think it was like an old Austin Powers joke or something like and he's like I like I'm I'm I love all kinds of people, except for the Dutch. I yes, hate yes, the Dutch. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's something exactly. like that. I don't I know. watched it's from gold before. member. Yeah, 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 but it's like that that's I don't know why that's so funny to me. It's like <laughs> people be making fun of someone just purely based on their like region. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's specific. Funny to me. It's very specific Not, era, not race from. or anything like that. Or, so <laughs> so getting back to, yeah, back about to this to say, original so topic, we're, we're getting way so, off. So now. I made a post on this thing because uh, on the SOGI thing. Yeah, some government official. So we so we just had a local election here in, in Bumfuck Nowhere Chilliwack, and we got a new mayor, and we got new school trustees and whatever. And we've talked briefly about the uh, about our uh, controversy with with our anti sogi you know, this identity uh, curriculum. Uh, we have some school trustees who are against it, so all the conservative people are rallying against them, and then all the quote progressive. Are rallying against like the pro Sogi ones, and uh, you know, fine, whatever. It's like this. And I'm this,
0: sitting off to the side with a bucket of popcorn. Yes. You didn't even vote.
1: <laughs> yes, did it's not this... even vote. Ugh.
0: You say that like you're trying to shame me or expose me, but I don't care. By
1: about. the way, I did. I had somebody on one of on this post that I'm talking about. Um, she she just commented at the like a day late. Shut up. Two days ago, you said you weren't even gonna oh, vote. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. man, that's actually like one of the worst <laughs> comments I've gotten. Like just telling someone <laughs> to shut up on their own Facebook wall. Like, I didn't post that on your like wall. Like, yeah. who the fuck are you? Um, I thought that was pretty great. I was very passive aggressive. I said, please try to be civil <laughs> like this is society. <laughs> um, so I just made this post and I said, and, and so this, this government official said, even if you elect the anti-Sogi ones, we'll just fire them because this is what the government yeah. wants. So I made this post. I was like, wow, that's, that's uh, not super democratic, uh, whatever. And people were not very happy with me. They're so you want to you want to bully trans people to death that's what you want and i yeah. was like no if people vote for something though like you know yeah. it's a specific curriculum like the vote here is not uh should we uh crucify trans people when they come of age like that's not what we're <laughs> voting on we're voting on like a very specific uh curriculum uh that and I, I love the first guy uh this guy his last name is i'll i'll protect his identity um mark smart and uh, and he says Anti-Sogi is better summed up as transphobic. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Great, that's that's Man. great." So one of my friends popped in. He said, "Hey, Mark, not so smart." <laughs> 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 Anti Anti-Sogi is better summed up as anti-Nazi. <laughs> it's like a meaningless comment, so I thought it had a good. good I got to do. A, I
0: feel like I got to do a little PSA here for people. I get this impression that people think that like the breakdown of population is like. Sixty percent are either are, are straight. Just all people, male, female. Sixty percent of people are straight, and then forty percent of people are gay, and then twenty five, and then tw- and then like half of the gay population is trans. When the reality <laughs> is, is being gay and especially being trans, and I'm saying anything that there's anything wrong with it. Not that there's anything say, wrong yes, with that. Seinfeld, <laughs> uh, be, it's like something like five percent of the population is gay, and, and like and like. of the population is trans. It's very rare to be gay, and it's very rare, very, very rare to be trans. But I think people make it seem like it's this epidemic where like 30% of students are trans and they're all just getting stuffed down toilets and and (laughs) (laughs) slowly. It's like, (laughs) this is like, it's such like you could probably go to. To all of our elementary schools in our little butt fuck town here, and there's maybe like one student maybe, that think he, that that considers
1: himself maybe
2: trans. that's the problem. Maybe <laughs> it's it's super. Well, it's, it's more now. Maybe like, that's the problem is there's not enough trans people.
1: Sure. Yeah. Well, well we gotta well,
2: up the. Yeah. We well, quota. Up, we yeah. gotta tell them what it
0: is. Well, so we, we, we got they, all they, these. Regu-
1: <laughs> we're introducing all these regulations for it, but there's no trans people. Yeah. <laughs> more trans people for our regulations. <laughs> well, we are fixing that because since this has become a, a big issue, the amount of young Teenage girls who are starting to identify as trans has gone up five (laughs) hundred percent. But that's that's just like any
0: social trend, though. Like it'll come and go. Like it's weird. It's weird to me that someone's sexuality, like a serious part of you know their psyche and how if they're depressed or not, like this thing that's very close to them, has become a social trend.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's freaking weird. Like weird there's thing. schools in Victoria where it's just very popular now to just be like, "Oh, I'm gay now. Like I want to be a lesbian My point when I grow being up. is like,
0: I don't, <laughs> I don't really, I have, I, I have no, uh, no. As much as I don't like uh, like rampant government regulation, I don't really have a strong. I don't. I don't think it's going toward a point where it's just like, oh, the, this. There's all this stuff being introduced, and you know, five years from now, it's everyone's just going to be trans. Like we're turning people into trans people. I don't think that's happening. I think it's like it's weird and trendy to maybe be a trans person. So nowadays, you're suggesting but, that it
1: might happen for a few years and then kind of disappear. I think, yeah,
0: I think we have because like, that I'm is what? like
1: that is the conservative thing, and I'm kind of buy into that. But I think your narrative is interesting too. I think. I think socially, it's just it's weird to me that it's a trend. Like it's it's almost kind of cruel. Yeah, like it's been well, turned into a trend. I mean, I mean the reason that it's young it's like you know pre-pubescent or whatever like girls is because like they're dealing with all these like identity issues as you go into puberty and stuff and it's a very confusing time and then someone's like well let me offer you this great narrative that can make sense of everything everyone is oppressing you and (laughs) and your identity is so it's like it's it's already confusing to grow up like you don't need to give somebody an additional issue if that isn't like their problem like they don't have some gender dysphoria or something which is you know that's legit Mm -hmm. like that's uh, so the study on this is um if you, you have kids that make transitions you know, into, into a trans person and then they interview them as adults right, uh, among a streamlined of ages, so 20, 30, 40, whatever. 17% of them are still trans. All the rest have reverted back. Oh, yeah. And it's like 17%. Definitely, we got to take care of you guys. You know, you got to. You know, you've you've stuck with it, and that's 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 your problem. But like, that's a lot of people to confuse. Eighty-three sure. percent of the, uh, uh, you know, and I've seen a few studies on it. At most, it's fifty percent that stays. That's way too high. That needs to be. It needs to be like ninety-five percent of them stuck with it, and and it was the actual problem because we properly diagnosed them with whatever their identity, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know.
0: I guess my thoughts on it are that like, even if there is like this uptick in trans people. I don't even really care. My whole my, my <laughs> concern about most trans issues is, uh, like, it's a very Jordan Peterson sort of thing, I guess, <laughs> is just that you don't want... Like, let's not turn this in issue into a reason to let government run out of Give control. them more, like, power. Yeah. I don't, like, if there's, like... If it's, like, become socially trendy and suddenly there's, like, an actual increase the, the, of people becoming trans, I mean, I don't care. People just, I guess- do, people just do what they want naturally, and if that's if that's where population goes culturally... I don't really care. Do do whatever you want. Yeah. But let's not uh, again, this is back to what I was saying before. Let, let the culture be you don't need let's not get the government involved in culture. That's sure. my own... It's the authoritarian aspect. I have no right? other like, problem. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Turn them into trans, whatever. I cares. mean the suicide rate is a big problem. So That's it's like we're gonna problem. create a but, bunch
1: more people who have really like, killed themselves but, 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 half the time. I would say
0: like <laughs> people who are just become like who are just like, yeah, I'm trans and they're just kinda jumping on a soul. Yeah, they're probably well they're they're not gonna face the same uh, depression issues that like people who like really feel trans, right? Who like who like, have the like like but like before this was like a hot a hot button topic. Like I mean, I assume the, I, would, I would assume they they won't have the same depression but, because depression's like that's heavily ingrained in your. In,
1: if your, if you really like lean into it though, like you know, I, sure. I don't know how far that can take you. So so that brings me. I just th- don't think social trends, which I could be wrong on this, right. but I don't
0: think they have that kind of power.
1: We'll see see what the studies say. Um, So that brings me to a, a huge fucking gripe I have about these suicide stats. And people say this all the time. So... Um, you talk to people about about this issue. I, uh, by the way, if you're a trans person listening, to this, I'm very sorry that you are like the scapegoat for mm-hmm. these fucking like uh, ideology things or whatever. Like like people pushing yeah. an agenda for the government and you're caught in the middle of it. I have read a bunch of letters from trans people being like, I hate that these fucking liberals are using me as part of their agenda. Leave me the fuck alone. Oh yeah. Like I don't want I I don't want to be any part of this. If that's you, I'm terribly sorry about this that you're part of it. Just I don't know. I know trans people hate gays or something. So just pretend I'm saying gay people like or there's some sort of war so okay so you get into like the suicide statistics right and like and people start talking about it and they're like yeah these trans people kill themselves because they're bullied so much mm-hmm. and stuff because they're not treated. i it, can see why people
0: jump to that conclusion but it's not well okay uh, it's not well researched if they think that way
1: they're it's a fucking lie and they say <laughs> it they say it even after they've read the stat so this is so this is the stat. It's, the suicide rate is 40% give or take a few percent Extremely high. which is 10, 10 times higher than the average which, you know, our average is about 4% suicide rate yeah. like um, in Canada um, so it's 40% if you're bullied then it goes up to like 50-55% and then if you're sexually assaulted or something by uh, someone in authority then it goes up to 70% so people, oh these trans people like, they're getting bullied, I say no That's only the fifteen percent jump from forty to fifty-five percent. Where are you accounting for that fucking forty percent, like from four percent? Because that bullying has nothing to do with that. Like that's not how the statistic works, and it pisses me off so much when people misrepresent it because it's it's it's, it's dishonest as fuck.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't line up with other uh, oppressed groups like. Uh, like the black community in America. Yeah, they're not
1: killing themselves all they, the time. They
0: have a lower suicide rate than like successful, I shouldn't say successful, but like well off or middle class, like white dudes. Like, like what, like a lot of just like really like uh, people who are, are normal in the population, like cis white males or whatever, like if they don't have a sense of purpose, Generally, like that, that's another thing that'll increase. Yeah, nihilism's in, a huge problem. Increase suicide I've rate. I've seen it in you. Like so, I know how like, a huge uh, problem you fucking lazy fuck. Uh, <laughs> so, like, like the gay population has never had a suicide rate that high, and they've, like, they've definitely dealt with bullying over the years. Sure, like
1: horrid stuff.
0: No other oppressed minority group has had a suicide rate that high. So, there's definitely at least something else going on there.
1: And it sounds awful. Yeah. If if I wanted to kill myself that badly because my life is that bad. That sounds bad. I, I feel for you, man, like that. And I'm not even being very sarcastic. But... Um so the uh, the other gripe I have in this area, I want to get all these out while we're at it, because sure, otherwise it's going to come back. we a lot of, a lot get, of
2: pent up.
1: Uh, yeah, we should we, sh- we sh- should lighten. This is a show. movie we're podcast. Gonna, we didn't a half an hour, need to make
0: hour a movie here. Movie we got this. we okay, got eight, eight, eight movies <laughs> to covered today. <laughs> okay, so. how about
1: let's get into the movies and I'll I'll circle back to it. So we got some you guys oh, got something to look okay forward to later after the break. After the break, after the break, our main segment,
2: our main segment on this movie podcast. So more political discussion. Despite our
0: regular trans talk, people might not know, people might not know, this is actually a very special 50 episodes, which is
1: uh, absurd to me that we have 50 episodes. It's absolutely (laughs) absurd. That's like, I think we average about two hours, so that's 100 hours of of sitting in a room with you fucks, and it probably takes another six hours of preparing and watching movies, so God how did this happen so thankfully
0: your illness made made it so that us talking about the venom movie was not for our, our oh, big yeah. episode
1: 50 so i i love what we did to jonathan here was we invited him <laughs> every time <laughs> <laughs> well, we had, I invited you last time to do uh, to do two thousand one a space odyssey, a very slow three hour movie, and then he arrives. Actually, we're not doing that movie today. We're doing Blade Runner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I was about to watch Blade Runner as well. I had it queued up and ready, and you texted me literally as I am about to hit play, and I had to go download With space odyssey. So, uh, uh.
1: <laughs> And then we get you to we say hey we're gonna do Venom you know why don't you know so he can't join us at the movie theater so he has to watch it on his own on some shitty torrent or I don't so, know you, you, I don't know what he did. So it's just
2: a dog shit so, movie by the way. So like, well actually what happened was so you said oh we're gonna do Venom you want to be on the episode sure and so then I read all the reviews about Venom mainly the headlines. And yeah. it's basically that's so, that's it's a terrible movie read. right and I'm like oh, oh I have to watch this terrible actually, movie in a movie theater and spend waste all this money. Yeah. And then, remember that day, I was like, okay, I'll go the, go in the cheap day. Yeah. And instead, I just hung out at your house because I just didn't want to go. <laughs> so then, I was like, okay, I have to tour. It. So then oh, was, yeah, we were
1: hanging out having fun. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, it's it's 8 p.m. now. You should go to the 9.40 show. If you want, you can come hang out with us. 9.30 rolls around. And it's like, you guys are having fun here, and I have to go off to the Venom <laughs> movie <damn> alone.
2: The <laughs> 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 That's right. So, so I didn't. Yeah. So then that meant I'd have to get it through other means, which I have to say, I don't know why uh, the movie industry is worried about torrenting uh, movies that are in the theaters because it is the worst way to watch a movie. It's it's worse than VHS.
0: Well, if it just came out, because it's just some asshole with his cell phone camera, basically.
2: Oh. Isn't that, like, just filming I don't know the how screen? they they got the audio somehow okay, which is amazing. But like you're missing parts of the frame and like when it goes black the camera's like exposing automatically <laughs> <laughs> and like and just like the the everything's washed out this guy doesn't
1: know how to use just the manual exposure on his camera he's got it
2: set <laughs> Yeah and auto, it's like, like but a it's dipshit. like it's cropped out anyway it was just it's the worst experience and basically it was your birthday on. We're usually recorded Saturdays. It was your birthday on Friday, so I like come home late, and I'm like, oh, "I gotta watch this." So I'm like in bed at like. Oh, midnight. It was a- after mini golf? Yeah. where I made you sick. So I'm in bed. Yeah, <laughs> made me sick, and then I and then the next morning I get a text. We're not. We're not recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. And then I got sick that week. I guess if anyone
0: didn't read my little pseudo episode post from last week, the reason why there was no episode uh, two weeks ago is uh, we put off recording to the last possible minute, and then Molly got sick. <laughs> and
1: I, I also, was sick the whole time, and then we got. And I was still sick. Sicker. <laughs> yeah, I got sicker.
0: <laughs> the Venom movie probably just made just tipped the sickness over the. Yeah, it's the been edge. a fucking miserable. Well, month. we
2: were talking a little bit about it, and it sounds like, like I I didn't know I don't know much about any superheroes because I don't. I don't care. Yeah. But I always thought, oh, Venom was somehow related to Spider-Man. But in that movie, there's no mention of it. And then you're telling me, well, they actually are related. It's just movie rights, business deals <laughs> the, going wrong.
0: The, I only know stuff about Spider-Man, that universe, because I used to watch the cartoon as a kid. I don't
2: follow comic right. books. I don't follow comic books, and I, I hate these Well, Venom looks like death. just a messy Spider-Man in black. But the thing is, yeah, Ven- that's Venom, basically what he is. Venom, <laughs>
0: Venom as a character is directly tied. This is, I guess, this is just a real quick yeah, review, might as well review, of Ven- review of Venom, the episode that never happened. Um, Sorry, guys, Venom, That's good. Venom is directly tied. Like his whole character is tied to Spider-Man because the stupid alien goo thing first attaches himself to Spider-Man. Spider-Man realizes it's turning him evil, so then. Sp- but it
1: makes him powerful first, right? Yeah, like, like, oh, this is good. But I then he it.
0: realizes it's turned into a bad guy or whatever, so he rejects the alien. The alien then attaches itself to Eddie Brock, who's Venom, and, and then, Spider-Man's and then, nemesis. And like, thus, uh, that's how Venom has Spider-Man's so that's Venom powers. Lore. That's why he has yes, this is this right. is the basic Venom lore. Uh, that's why he has Spider-Man's powers. That, Does and, that
2: include web squirting?
0: It, yes. It does in like the cartoon show, mm-hmm. <laughs> all my knowledge is from the cart, the nineties right. cartoon show, but which so, was awesome. But in this, in this, so this new movie one, is
2: not, none of that. It's, so
0: there, well, it's because the movie rights are all fucked yeah. because Sony owns the Spider-Man universe or most of it. So it owns most of the, the movie rights characters, uh, but now they, they cut a deal with Marvel to have a new Spider-Man in the Avengers movies, and that's why Spider-Man's just showing up. But now they made their own Venom movie, but it's not really connected to the Marvel universe because Sony's, that universe isn't connected to the Marvel universe. But the Spider-Man is, so it's just fucked. So now they had to make this Venom movie that has nothing to do why with Spider-Man. Why they bother? But Venom as a character isn't interesting. His no, whole character is, I hate Spider-Man. That's his whole character. Oh. He's basically... Like what? He's, he's a Bulba Fett. He's a... Uh, this is a cool costume. Look at him
1: do cool things. He's not a character, and like. that's exactly what that whole movie was like. Like there was no more depth than that.
2: Yeah. So it's uh, just Venom just a was the weird... worst character. I was like, oh. mad. whenever Venom <laughs> spoke, he was like monotone, and I was like, not. I actually not, liked not his, his voice it. a lot. as one of the few things I oh liked really? In oh, this I can movie. stand
1: it. It's like the one thing that wasn't just. Ins- I I didn't think it was monotone. I thought it was kind of interesting. Oh. And,
2: I mean, he was funny. You didn't know? say anything. Yeah. And then he like got <laughs> sentimental. And then there's like the whole relationship that Eddie has with his girlfriend, and it's like. First off, he's a journalist who's dating a lawyer for who works for a company that he's reporting on, which and is Ed like It's like a journalistic no no. <laughs> like you just don't do yeah that. as a journalist. You, have, you, you can't would, take the story on. You just yeah. can't do the story. You have to give it to another journalist because it's a conflict of interest. And then like, and that's he, the whole movie, by the way. Is that just, is the whole it's movie? Him just covering this thing, and then and he like does the story like, and he's like. Getting in on and like doing the, his journalistic stuff, and his girlfriend dumps him because he's just doing his job. Yeah. At which point it's like, oh, well, good. she got in a I'm lot gonna... of
1: trouble for that too, because like,
2: cause, right. Cause... But they shouldn't have been dating. Yeah. So. And then and then like, like she breaks up with him, and it's like, good. This is good. <laughs> move on, and he's like so sad Get over and mopey, it. Get and it's the like, net. why do you care about her? She dumped you because you did your job well. <laughs> you should be like, okay, I gotta move on because she's a jerk. <laughs>
0: I have an amazing quote from the producers of this movie. Uh,
1: I know which quote you're talking about, and, I, and I, I haven't seen what you've written down, but I know what it is. It's incredible. Is it's the, the most.
0: This is from the producers of this movie, who's a, notoriously of, of like, they don't give a fuck
1: about anything they make. <laughs> it's such said, a funny quote,
0: man. <laughs> we made this movie to feel like the works of John Carpenter and David Cronenberg, but with more pop, more fun. It's, okay, so it's like the works of Carpenter and Cronenberg but not at all. Like, <laughs> like none
1: of the there was really, nothing like, similar between as, those directors in this movie.
0: But as soon as you said you take John Carpenter and David Cronenberg, who were known for like body horror stuff, and like you expect it to be yeah, stuff, this like as uh, soon as you add more pop and more fun, it's just completely not that at all. <laughs> like,
1: it just doesn't exist. It's like it's like this the works of Stanley Kubrick, except very fast paced, except and, through and, the <laughs> except through the lens of Britney <laughs> Spears, like yeah. something. That's just like, what? What is what what that? What are you talking about?
0: I read that and I, was, I just thought that's incredible. <laughs> just a complete lack of understanding of anything about what they're talking about. <laughs>
2: That's well, pretty okay, great. Okay, so the Eddie Brock character also annoyed me. I think that you have
1: way more to say on Venom than we did even during the movie. Like I had well, That's because very- was such a bad experience.
2: Was- <laughs> Shame we didn't record an episode about it. Yeah, I I mean, know, yeah so guess. I'm glad you're here. This is great. So, and then Eddie Brock. <laughs> but let's keep it he, short like, here cuz we got I'm, eight I'm, other I'm movies I I'm a concise guy. <laughs> I went to journalism school. So, um The Eddie Brock is. Character. He's like He's like this l- kind of like portrayed in sort of the lines and how and his like self-awareness that he's like this loser character, but he looks like those people who are losers, but don't think they're losers. Like he dresses, he rides a motorcycle and has beaded bracelets. Like he's definitely trying to look cool, but he, those people don't get that they're losers.
0: I think it's cause they don't know because like I said, Venom is not a character. He's a cool costume. He's like an edgy, like, I'm just talking about looking. Eddie. Eddie but I, just, I just mean that character, like, like, Venom and yeah, Eddie, because yeah. as, as one, like, he's it's just, like just kind of like a cool guy, like a cool thing for kids who like violent stuff, to which to them is kind of <laughs> edgy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so, Venom's
1: like an edgy, so he totally so is. He's like right, evil, yeah. kind yeah, of. so
0: as soon as you try and attach a personality to that, it doesn't work, because this is just a character that was meant to appeal to 15-year-old boys who were like, yeah, I like swear words, and, Wearing black so clothes. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, but then that why as someone is- who
1: always wears black clothes, by the way. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, I don't like Eddie either.
1: Um, so, totally, this movie had a few uh, some huge problems, other than the fact that the whole movie felt like a trailer for itself. Like, it was just, like, moving oh, yeah. along. They were just showing you clips. Of, it was basically a montage of the whole movie because no scenes seemed to actually happen. Yeah. They all just kind of, like, it was like you were popping in to look at a preview of each scene. Um, so... You know, Venom is kind of—he's in Eddie Brock, and he's like—he's doing lots of flips in his body and stuff, and like jumping a hundred feet in the air, and he's got all these superpowers. He's and he's like—he's like really evil, and he's like, "Yeah, like I'm in your body now, and uh, I'm taking yeah. over your body, and we're gonna do this together and be friends." And then like uh, Eddie Brock like gets in a car with his girlfriend, and Venom's like, "You should buy her flowers. Like I have some—I right. have yeah. some relationship advice for you." And he's like, "It was like, and it was—it actually was kind of funny, but it was like, this is real, so really weird. Like it, yeah. it very." Much much remind me of, the, that. of that movie The Martian where like th- it was like this very serious movie about this guy stuck on Mars and all of Sorry, a sudden they survival were like a movie yeah and then all of a sudden they're like cracking all these like really light-hearted jokes and stuff and it, and it was weird like I know it doesn't sound weird the way I'm explaining it but it but was it's like
0: a, it's a hard
1: tonal shift
2: yeah yeah all it's of a sudden well it's like gun. why does Venom care about her
1: why does he care at all like yeah like so, they're trying to have like a character arc for Venom, where like he's like yeah. growing to like what a like waste humans. of they, time.
0: They tried to do like a Venom, the the alien thing was starting to, you know. He's like, oh, I like humans they, now. He's starting to actually like have somewhat, oh, yeah, of, a, somewhat right. of, a, of an notice, emotional
2: bond with Eddie Brock. Because I couldn't hear it in that monotone voice. <laughs> <laughs> it, but
0: it's, it's like they were trying to show, it's like, oh, look, their relationship is blossoming. But they didn't show that at all. Just suddenly he's like, yeah, ask her out on a
1: date and whatever. And I'm your friend. But it's like, this wasn't earned at all. So this movie follows... To the T, the Marvel movie mistake checklist. (laughs) It's like action scenes where there's tons of shaky cam and even though we saw it in 2D, it feels like it's 3D because we can't see fucking anything. Check. Uh, Really bland characters. Check. (laughs) Extremely bland soundtrack that's just like... I just bought some plugins for like my music program that just has it's like a movie plugin like sound yeah, database yeah. and <laughs> like just like the most fucking generic like you know like orchestral industrial ish <laughs> like soundtrack yeah. yeah there's lots of percussion and stuff it's like the you know the Dark Knight soundtrack but with none of like kind of the character that's to yeah. it not that that's the most character soundtrack but you know it's like it worked there for a superhero movie check. Is. Like, like, uh, you know, what, what other creepy child? Yeah. Um, action, action that might've been interesting if they had just put a camera on a tripod with a lock that fucker down. Yeah. Just put it on a medium (laughs) shot so you can see the two people fighting and for like a minute and just like watch the fight. Uh, Would have been great if they did that, but instead they just cut a million shots where you're like, you're getting close up shots of a guy's shoulder and then, like, yeah,
0: a check for that mistake. You're underselling how bad it was because the whole thing, these aliens are like these gooey, like, yeah. Uh, little glob monster if you, if you've things, seen, um, and they start fighting each other, and they're kind of mutating. And there's all well, these like, okay. goo tendrils second, flying around,
3: yeah. <laughs> it, and um, it's
0: shaking around. And you're like, "Oh my god, the, I, this is a
1: nightmare!" <laughs> the end of um, the villain in Fantastic Beasts—that uh, like Harry Potter like movie or whatever—if you've seen that movie, the villain in that is like a goo monster, and he's identical to like this okay. thing. It's a very similar it. thing. So for people who've seen that guy. but haven't seen Venom, you but know? yeah. So uh, well, you're talking
0: about like the typical. Let's film an action scene and then shake the camera. Like hand the camera over to Michael, which we've talked about a million times. We're just like checking crazy. it off. Just checking yeah, the list. but it's it's worse than that because you're watching a bunch of goo monsters who look identical except one is a slightly different shape. Yeah, and yeah. they're <laughs> battling each other and all their like limbs and tendrils are mixing in. At and night. the camera's shaking down. Yeah, it's like at if night. Tim rained. and Eric
2: had a big budget.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they should. That, that's a prank they would have pulled on the audience. Yeah,
0: at <laughs> that, <laughs> that point, they might as well have just on screen just had like the static TV like like when you'd switch it over to an auxiliary and it's just like static buzz. <laughs> they might as well just had that with a soundtrack. Or they just it. put and statistics up like
1: effect. scores. It's just a scoreboard. <laughs> yeah, I think you're actually kind of underselling this. So it's <laughs> like a, We're all underselling bad this <laughs> <we're all underselling laughs> movie. Like, yeah, because Venom is is black. It's like it's like you know when uh, they show the guy and they're choosing a bedroom color, and he's like it's white, and she goes, "No, it's eggshell white. <laughs> <laughs> it's just slightly different. Yeah. It's like Venom's black, and uh, the villain that Venom's fighting is off black." Like or like well,
2: eggshell egg black. I wouldn't be able to tell <laughs> the difference because the colors were so muted on my video recording. No, uh, that's I mean, what, it like that the what it was like in <laughs> theater. That's exactly
1: but. what it was like in the theater. And it was like, and, it, and it's at night and your camera's like moving and like I, that last 20 minute fight scene between two piles of goo, two piles of mud. So, no idea what happened that entire scene.
2: So the, mo- the most compelling thing in the film I found was when... Don't call it a film. Don't call it compelling. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> go ahead I'm getting shamed for the Yes. Um, so. well
1: we better make that illegal we better get some fucking <laughs> some cur- yes yeah, some <laughs> curriculum in here to fix our speech it's okay to speak smart
2: yeah um so anyway was like when Eddie was just kind of like I don't know what's inside me. And he just sounded like a schizophrenic person. I was like, oh, this could be an interesting movie about a guy suffering with right, schizophrenia. Right, Venom's not actually real. Yeah, it's he's not actually real. Head. It's all in his head. Like, see, and, 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 and like, I was like, this, this that's is good. Where,
0: that's where you went wrong, assuming that. All of these superhero movies, as soon as you start to think, oh, I see, it's actually about this. No, no that was just not accidental. No, 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 <laughs> it's, None it's, of the filmmakers intentionally oh, did that it, ever in any of these fucking superhero movies. Don't, <laughs> it's an
2: accident. It's not I didn't mean to. I definitely, no, it was an accident for sure. Oh, but yeah. I thought, oh, this actually would have been good if it was this way. They yeah. accidentally created a great idea. I mean, and then that would have compl- been
1: immediately left it. That would have been better than the movie we got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it wouldn't have been better than just doing an all right Venom movie like without you don't need all this dumb subtext. Uh, I mean,
2: maybe it could work, you know. Evidently. No, you don't need it. No, I, I mean, it, I, would, I just an, thought, oh, that'd be an interesting well, movie. You know, it doesn't have to be about venom. This movie's se.
1: just like a David Cronenberg movie <laughs> or, or, or or a John Carpenter movie. So maybe maybe yeah. it wasn't layered that way. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean anyway. evi-
0: evidently that's not what the audience would have wanted anyway. Because this movie actually did quite well in the box office and not critically, but fans seem to loved it. Everyone's everyone's going to, on like Reddit and in droves being yeah. like, I
2: don't know what critics are talking about. Uh, you
0: know, maybe it's not the greatest movie we've made, but I. That's had why such you
2: can a- never Good trust time. anyone who says you that can is never, <laughs> you can never trust normal people
1: anyone who says that is just fucking lying to themselves oh, I yeah. hear people say that. it's not the greatest movie in the world or something oh so you're just you're just, but, you're just, just spoon feeding us a question that you can answer obviously <laughs> true like at yeah. which point am I claiming any movie is the greatest movie in the world it's just like you know Mad Max isn't the greatest movie in the world but it's pretty good it's like I would never say that I would say it's an amazing movie because I can stand behind that if you're defending Offending? If you're having to come up with this question, you can easily answer yes. Nobody thought you were saying it was the greatest movie in the world. It's just someone who has. You know no, they're lying to themselves. It's
0: someone who has no real opinion or or anything to say on the matter. But there's for some reason they're still offended
1: that people would have. Well, a they're not confident opinion. enough. They're not confident enough to just say. Yeah, I just liked it. You know, yeah, I, so. I don't know how good it was, but I liked it. Yeah,
0: it has to be good and you're just being too nitpicky.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're just being too dude, that's like like people who say you're overanalyzing things. I you know, I hear somebody say that. I well, hate we're having that. a discussion, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. Or well or but even just in any discussion, like not necessarily people commenting sure. on what we're saying, it's like you, you, they're talking about something and then you say something back and they're like, you're overanalyzing it. And it's like, I've been analyzing it for about eight seconds. It's literally the first comment I've made. If we talk about this for a while and I come back around to the same point, sure. that's when you can say we're overanalyzing it. Any, any modicum of analysis is immediately overanalyzing it. It's like, no, it's overanalyzing when it stops be, being productive and you're not getting anywhere. Uh, anyway. Any the, the last point I want to make about Venom, unless unless you are No, want I want to else. say I'm done. Okay, the last point I want to I make. I have one final thought. It, it, oh, well, gosh. it's the villain that, that, that we haven't... Have that, that's more than, than what going oh, have. Oh, so go Indian ahead. Elon okay. Musk? Yeah, <laughs> Indian Except Elon Musk. less yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 the, I, I think you could describe it better than me because I've heard you <laughs> say about it. About the villain, the, the he's Indian. just like mustache-twirlingly evil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's one of those guys where like... It's just like his motives are like it's not just like a regular corporation that gets kind of greedy and starts to like undercut employees yeah, to gain yeah, more yeah. profit. Like that's that's what real corporate evil is like. Yeah, it's more Benign. like. In venom, it's like round up all the homeless people. <laughs> so he can, literally says so. Says, we says, can, so we can put them through Nazi goo alien experiments. I don't give a damn if they die. And he's twirling his mustache, puts on his top hat as he ties a woman to a train track. <laughs> it's just this like it's so comedically evil, but they're trying to present it like it's very serious. Corporate people are just the worst. <laughs> Which also, by the way, this product made by a giant corporation that doesn't give a fuck about
1: what they're making. <laughs> Incredible. Um, and also, like he is just the least intimidating character yeah. ever. Like he is the scrawny. <laughs> he's basically just a, an Indian you, Jonathan. Like just like a, a you know a scrawny guy. Yeah, I got height. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got height at least. That guy. This guy's short as Tom Cruise, and he's just sitting. Yeah, it's it was it was so bizarre that this Indian guy was like was the villain in this movie because the way that they shot it was that he's clearly the villain. But I kept guessing. It's like, is he actually the villain in this movie? Like, he's not actually the villain. Ah, you're Indians. But then he started (laughs) twirling
0: his mustache, and that's when I knew he was the (laughs) villain.
1: That's when I knew he was the villain. So, yeah, he was... So, Eddie Brock... I mean, Tom Hardy, I always loved seeing him and stuff, but he was... Do you remember uh, how excited we were to see Christoph Waltz in the new James Bond movie, Inspector, which yeah, was like three much. years ago? Yeah, and that, and,
0: that didn't turn out
1: yeah, well. But it, it was a great casting choice. Because Christoph Waltz, you know, he's the villain in uh, Inglorious Bastards. He, amazing. He like, plays
0: delightfully evil very yes, well. Like, which is a
1: great Bond villain type of character exactly. to have.
0: Exactly. So for, Her, for casting choices,
1: it was like, yes. Yes. They,
0: Alright, they're on to something. And then they just drop the
1: ball. Yeah, just dude. ended up being a, the hugest dud and he was just a horribly boring villain, which I'm sure was not his fault as an actor. No. Um, and uh, and was this was bomb this was basically Tom Hardy's Spectre. It's like it's just perfect He's just choice. dull. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Totally good casting choice. Um, the only other thing I want to mention is the idea was that he had kind of this underground news show like that. That oh was, yeah, it was he like
2: was very vices. Yeah, it was very like
1: yeah. well, not not modern vice, but maybe like five years ago. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, uh, so it's like. And so they showed you these montage clips oh. of his news show oh. and they looked like <laughs> so bad. they looked like every clip he was bored to be reporting on, on the topic that yeah. he was reporting on like it looked like a high school news project where like they had cast someone who wasn't a reporter to be the reporter and like yeah. it, it was these little like you know they'd have like a collage of video like of six or seven different video clips of him all holding the microphone yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's yeah, reporting on the thing but like he's his wrist is kind of limp with the microphone and <laughs> yeah. his lips are d- like dragging down. And like, like he, it just, it didn't look like they were presenting it. Like it was the news shows, you know, intro clip thing, but it did not look no, it was awful. at all. It was <laughs> oh, it can was you so describe? Can, yeah. You say this, but I want to get from John. So, maybe he can describe well, why of this mine, was bad. a
2: rant of mine is <laughs> that movies don't get news. Like you, like very rarely do I see an actor play a news anchor or a journalist well. They just don't know how to do a journalistic read. They don't look like they care about journalism at all. They just it's always a disaster. Well, Sometimes they actually have to hire real anchors to do anchors. Uh, <laughs> it's
0: because they're trying to like movify or like make something cinematic about something that's inherently not that cinematic. Yeah. One of my favorite things <laughs> well, is, well, modern true. Is yeah, pretty right. cinematic sure, now. Sure, sure. Well <laughs> one of my favorite things in movies is anytime like someone goes on to us, in modern movies, I should say goes on to a search engine, but they didn't they don't have the rights for like Google or whatever, so they have like some mock thing called like Smoogle but like, like, <laughs> just the interface looks kind of like like dramatized or dramatized, <laughs> I you would say that, but it's just a search engine. and But that's what I was going to say. Well, then about... they use
2: movie cameras for the news stories and like these yeah. cameras yeah. are like very different. We got a red camera so, yeah, yeah, for they, our news so stories. Like it's like on a Dolly track. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> what, recording the fire that happened. Say,
0: <laughs> the thing is about this, this journalism montage is like a montage is kind of supposed to be like, we're trying to get across like, a lot of infor- of exciting information so like a little exciting like snapshots of someone Yeah, it's, someone it's like,
1: Rocky training and we don't want yeah. to actually sit there for a half an hour while he punches it, a bag so we show him doing the things in a minute it with a song It doesn't
0: work well with a guy who's trying to like gain information on his story so <laughs> it's we just see wrong. like Eddie Brock walking down the street with a notepad holding it all <laughs> cool, like writing on it and, like, and then like another shot of him like just saying something ultra vague like doesn't mean and all anything the stories like, he was covering, you're out a line pointing that it cuts to something that's <laughs> you know, like a journal yeah is yeah, a yeah, montage right. yeah, yeah. doesn't work it's not cool enough <laughs> it's true. you can't you can't make an
2: action and like, style sequence like all the stories he was journalism. covering were like really boring too it was yeah, just like, like oh, it was like generic the pipeline the pipeline <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm the talking about.
0: you can't you can't think, like a montage should almost be like it has the the structure of like an
2: action sequence everything yeah, yeah, is yeah, high yeah. energy yeah.
0: but you're just like a guy being like this pipeline is out of orders and he's just well, like super the animated the problem is
2: yeah like it can be exciting in a newsroom when you're like figuring stuff out, but <laughs> this like, pipeline like, is too thick. That's <laughs> <laughs> like what? Okay, but like, Sorry. so it could, they could have done the montage, but they shouldn't have done the intro for his show. It should have been like him in the newsroom, being like, "What you found that? Oh, oh, we gotta contact this person." Because like in a newsroom when you're figuring stuff out as it's happening, yeah. it's pretty exciting. You're going like down. <laughs> that would have been like people of the here. the Aaron Sorkin show, the newsroom. It's it could right be like that, but like. Once you've like actually recorded and put a story together, it's not that you can't make an action montage of story clips.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Here's the accountants. (laughs) Montages of guys just typing on calculators and you know it's it pans over an Excel spreadsheet like
2: (laughs) that's that's uh a. what, you want, if I could probably make that more if, so. if you're doing news stories, the most difficult thing is everyone works on computers. So, and you want to get a sequence of like a person doing their job. So you always just end up with computer sequences. We like to joke about it. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Uh, okay. So let's.
1: <laughs> that's I a think, good Venom Ruby review. There. Yeah, so,
2: done. Summing up my, like,
0: my no, experience. No, no, we got to move on. Summing up my no, experience no, no, no. with Venom. Shut your mouth, Jono. Uh, <laughs> oh. uh, as we were leaving the theater for this, uh, and I, I, I was like, just as soon as the credits hit the screen, out of there, uh, I was passing, oh, by, right. I I passing by someone else uh, we were with.
1: Oh, yeah. And that they, was and they said
0: real passive aggressively, like, don't they know to stay for the after the credits? <laughs> and like saying it loud enough so that, I could, that it was definitely meant for me to hear, even though he wasn't saying it directly to me. And I just thought, look, idiot. <laughs> I didn't. I don't give a fuck what happened before the credits. In this movie. <laughs> like I give a shit what happens
2: after the credits. Yeah, and like,
0: so we, I was. I was eager to get out of there as fast as possible. I was So Should bored with this just,
2: movie. Just started running. Said <laughs> just, just like sprinting down the stairs, like pushing people aside, <laughs> so dive over one of yeah, the seats. Yeah. In front of and there. we
1: stayed out in the lobby for like a good ten minutes. And some of our friends stayed in. Oh, there they stayed to the wait. Credits. Yeah, they stayed to wait for the credits, and we just eventually had to leave the whole theater, because we're like, they're not coming, ever. <laughs> like, like, it was a long time that we, we talked, we had nothing else to talk about, and we just had to leave the theater. I didn't God's see my friends. These goddamn the movie.
0: movies and all, like, the animators and stuff, the credits are so damn long, so if they put the end credits thing actually after all the credits, you're sitting there for, like, 10 minutes, like, watching credits. <laughs> More than credits. 10 minutes. So. Ridiculous.
2: Was
1: there an after credits thing? I
0: think Because would been funny
1: if there wasn't. No, it's a superhero movie. There always no. is. So on to our most special segment
2: of the year. If people have had to wait an hour <laughs> 59, 59 minutes. An
1: hour for what this episode's <laughs> actually about. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Happy Sawsgiving. <laughs> I gotcha. Um,
1: our most hated Halloween edition movie. Uh, of the week is Saw's giving two. Saw's giving's revenge. Saw's giving's <laughs> revenge. Nightmare on Elm Street edition.
0: So I think we're making this. We started this tradition last year of watching an entire horror movie franchise in one day. What? Which was which was what Saw. A which
1: was endeavor. Which was yes. the Saw movies. All seven Saw movies. There's eight now, but we don't need to include the, that. That t-
0: at the time when we did when we did it, there was seven. So yeah. we wanted to do it again, but. Jesus, watching the Saw movies again—that would be—that would be rough. Like, imagine. Honestly, like I kind of want
1: to. Like, I got that—I still have that Stockholm syndrome from last year. (laughs) Like we talked about. I I mentioned the 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 episode after. It's like, man, all week I kind of do want to watch another episode. I'm sure as soon as I get into it, i be like, oh fuck, turn this off. Oh Um, yeah, you'd get if you somehow made it to four,
0: you'd be like, oh oh yeah, I oh shit, I forgot about this. Four is just.
1: (laughs) But this is this has become an event now. Like I'm talking to people. Oh yeah, we got Saw's giving on Saturday, and I'm going on, and they're like. What the fuck is Saus Giving? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh yeah, sorry. It's like I thought this was a thing by now in in culture, you know, with our eighty <laughs> listeners, yeah, uh, like, doing doing Giving, and then they go, and then I go, yeah, we're watching eight Nightmare on Elm Street movies. In a row. In one and go, day. Why is it called Saw's Giving then? Yeah, <laughs> I go, well, yeah. that's because Nightmare on Elm's Giving just doesn't have and the same ring work. to it. Actually, <laughs> that doesn't sound
0: bad. Saw's Giving set the stage yeah. for what
1: this event would be, which is a mixture
0: of fun, it's, it's, m- misery, it's, an all-day yeah, marathon. Yeah,
2: And it's honoring the first ever yeah, and I will
0: say, like throughout this as we're talking, there was a lot of parallels between the Saw's, Saw franchise. Oh and, God, and yeah, it was very at least similar. in terms of
1: like misery and which ones were good and bad and how things happen. So the uh, the, the 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 quick summary I would give is that. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, had almost lower lows than Saw did, uh, I would be, agree. just just because there were more bad movies. Uh uh-huh. And a but, longer stretch of bad yeah, movies. there was a stretch of really bad movies where Saw Saw only had two bad, really bad ones in a row. Um, I but they were all bad. But Nightmare on Elm Street actually had a few really good movies, so, especially the first one. What a fucking before, great movie that was! Before we get
0: like just before we get into the that's my overall movies. summary done. Make uh, it simple. <laughs>
1: We should probably uh, explain what this I've, franchise is for people bef- who haven't seen just it. Just
0: before we get into that, I've <laughs> got a bone to pick with you.
1: Oh, okay. good. Whoa. But...
0: I'm going to, if the audience wants to know what that bone to pick is, they got to wait to the end of the episode. Oh,
1: so I'm going to reveal it at the end. It'll
0: be another hour, guys. To the
1: end of this three-hour episode. Yeah. Where we talk about eight and minutes. And I'm teasing my political discussion to next episode. <laughs> Who, You're turning to find that. out what, what I have a bone to pick with
0: Mueller, and it is in regards to our giving event.
1: So. Yes, yes. This is not just clickbait,
0: ladies
3: and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> Andy's now I want to know, and I was there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I want to know, and it? I, it's, to do with, it's to do with me. Oh, that's not surprising. Um, <laughs> so the I day have, starts. I day do starts. have my morale tracker okay. here, so I'll be sure to update you guys as we get through the yeah, movies. it's a big what the, part of the day. So first too. off, it
2: started off at 9 a.m. for a night owl like me is... Way too early. Yeah, we're well, getting. I, I set an alarm
1: to get up early. Oh enough. yeah, and I and and I, this election that we're talking about, I had to go vote for the anti. Oh yeah, so- we did candidates. this on election day. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, so, <laughs> so and everybody voted. I think who came to it, which is freaking surprising for other, me and Dave other Durant. than you and. And uh, yeah, and so dead I beat Dave. I, I got early to this election booth. You know, I had to wake up at seven thirty. I'm there at like no. 8, eight ten a.m. Ten minutes after the polls have opened, I had to wait a fucking half an hour to get yeah. my vote in. I'm in a line that's going. I, I'm in this line that goes into the school that's that's lined up. You should gone with me. No it's six. <laughs> At six PM, yes. Yeah, so that was that was an option for me. We hadn't talked about it yet. Hmm. Um, but Muller's also he's he's kind of he's a staple.
0: He can, he can he's a, he a he staple her? of size giving. Other people can oh, come and go. Like if you right. if you
1: had come and you'd
0: said I'm staying for two movies or whatever, and I'm like, I laughed. Okay. It wouldn't have been a big was, deal. Yeah, I told yeah, people. It's true. I told like friends and family whatever. Like hey, come watch. You know, you don't have to stay for all of Saw's Giving. Yeah, just come for be, a movie. It'll be fun. Come that with, was the yeah, only way we, we could get anyone in. to show yeah, yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Muller doesn't have that option. <laughs> he's, he's stuck in it now. Um, it's too far he's gone. Obligated.
1: So I got this line out the fucking door, and I'm like, okay, well, there's the end of the line. And then I get about 10 feet from the end of the line. The line curves down the hallway <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> and yeah. takes us through the school <laughs> <laughs> before we get back. Oh, my God. I got Saw's Giving to start at 9. I'm, I still made it earlier than everyone else, or mostly everyone else. Yeah, I, I came think. late because it stopped at
2: McDonald's. So um, Muller's not
1: always that late. One, it's election day. I'm on time. Um, but yeah, I was thinking, like, man, if you guys want more people to vote, stop having these half an hour lines to get in. Just give me an app or something. I'll just, I'll do it from home. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about this, though. It's like they must have, just for that one school, and we probably have about ten different locations that yeah. you can vote throughout town. There's probably twenty five volunteers running things. There's hundreds of people running this election to get people in. You walk up to them. They take your ID. They write down your name yeah, from your ID by hand and then they give you a slip and they're like, make sure that when you fill, and they have to give you like a prep on how to yeah, do yeah. it. Don't check off the box. Fill out like the Why whole box, the whole circle and they all of this instruction to do this and I'm like, is this supposed to be more secure? If you put it on my phone, I could fingerprint scan it and take a picture of my face and it would upload to your database alongside my vote. It would be infinitely more secure and like, and, and it would cut down on everything and then people actually would come well, and why vote. Why
0: don't, uh, even if you're gonna do it, uh, in an inefficient line or whatever why don't they just have one of the volunteers go down the line while people are in it and do that while they're yeah, in the that's
2: line. True, yeah that's true right yeah you can everybody line just, this
0: thing just, without sh- technology everybody by just the sh- the way. gather <laughs> around
1: shout out your vote and someone, <laughs> <laughs> someone will write, write it down for you we need to get groups going no, on this they need thing.
0: like one of those you know in like crappy movies when there's like a battle of the bands and they're like okay now cheer if you like this and it shows like some <laughs> meter going yeah, up that's how elections should be decided <laughs> like if you now everyone cheer who wants this person to be yeah and you see the meter go up and it's, yeah, it's not that great and So
1: I'm really loving up. all like the neurotic listeners who are like when are they going to get to the movies on this <laughs> and stuff <laughs> and, then, and then you have like my type of listener where I'm like yeah wherever the conversation goes is it's the a best conversation It's this the, the how best conversations way for it to happen go. in
0: real life it's how they happen in the podcast. But you
1: and fuck if we're going to edit any of yeah, this Yeah I know that one of your brothers is exactly the type of guy who is like oh when are they going to get to the movies come <laughs> on I <laughs> hear this is what the topic is uh, scheduled for like oh, you know well, that None, this none is, of my <laughs> none of my brothers Complained about this. Uh, Not a full-on complaint. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> moving on back to Sawsgiving. giving. Well, so I got the morality morale meter about how everyone's feeling. I've been taking polls all day. They're more accurate than our election results. That's for sure. Well, I um, will say this year, I was
0: very surprised uh, at how many people came to this yeah, event. Like this year. ten people. Last year, it was me, Mueller, Braden, and a couple stragglers came and came and went for like a movie or less at or a time. Or less than a movie. Uh, and but this year, like pretty much right from the get go, we had me, Muller, Braden, Troll, Josh.
1: Josh was there. He wasn't even that late. Surprising. Uh, I think he was. No, he, I think he, he was missed, there before a the, lot of other people. Yeah,
2: actually. yeah.
1: Was he there? Um, for the, Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, he, was he missed first, you know, the beginning of of, uh, of
0: the first. Dave movie. was here, but most surprisingly, I'm surprised you came, John, especially surpri- for the whole thing. I'm surprised I, I
2: came. cannot. But believe. I did. I should confess. I did bring like every electronic device I had so I could <laughs> do work. <laughs> well,
1: that's what <laughs> Saws Giving's about. Yeah, whatever <laughs> happens. <laughs> see, see, when I was so stressed out about the first Saws Giving and I was going to be tortured through this right. entire thing, yeah. it's like. No, if if you if you're falling asleep or like you're just you have to put your head on the uh, into your pillows because you just can't look. That's part of it. That's what right. happens yeah, to yeah. you. That's the process of SaaS giving. It is a process of enlightenment and rebirth. <laughs> well, that's what happens at SaaS. The SOS giving. true
2: meaning of SaaS giving. I I was come to <laughs> interpret as. <laughs>
1: I really hope things come to the point where people are like the true meaning of
2: Saus Giving.
1: Yes, it's already happening, <laughs> yeah. baby. It only took two Let minutes. It, happen. it just yes. happened right now. Us,
2: you know, the things that scared you as a kid aren't actually that scary. Sure, you know that's that's what I think the, the true meaning of Saws Giving okay. is. You watch. I, that's and, and true. Fact, that, it's, that, it's, that was what fact, it was it's about not last even, year. It's, it's not even that. It's it's they're not even scary. They're they're actually just. Terrible, like they're just Most badly let done.
1: Let me up the ante, okay, right now. <laughs> the things that you find terrifying as an adult are not even that scary,
2: yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> okay, so well, what? So, what, do, have you, some, what like, do you baby think of that? Seniors kind of if, holiday where they learn that too, sure. Well, I'm just I was terrified of
1: Saw even as an adult, oh, right, <laughs> that is, like yeah, until yeah, we yeah, watched yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, mean, I guess me too, yeah, but
2: that, <laughs> but that terror came from. Your childhood. It is Just as it did with me. No, it was It
1: was like, I wasn't my a kid when I heard of Saw. I was like graduating high school. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is interesting that you've tapped
0: into this because the whole birth of Saw's Giving, I am probably explaining this on last year's episode. And you guys that, should listen
1: because I just re-listened to last year's Saw's Giving. Yeah. Fucking great episode but of this the podcast. Whole, one of my favorites.
2: The
0: whole idea of it, the whole genesis of it was that I thought, like I knew Muller was just undeservedly <laughs> terrified of these Saw movies and I, I
2: thought I, I can would, relate to that by the way what
0: would be funnier than to force Mueller to watch all <laughs> the Saw movies in one day on top of that I know like he gets real fidgety when watching movies so to make him watch yes. seven yes, in a row yes it's so true but, so it's funny that you've picked up on this because that was the whole idea of it it wasn't yes. even about like oh wouldn't it be cool to do a marathon I'm like wouldn't it be funny to torment Mueller for an entire
1: day yeah that's what a lot of people like, said they're like oh a horror movie marathon that sounds great and I'm like ah you don't get it <laughs> <laughs>
3: You don't is, know what this like,
0: is all about. Any franchise that has enough uh, installments to do a marathon of, they don't stay good for that long. Yeah, so we had six full-timers. Movies, movies by mm-hmm. the time all they right. get to four and five, they're generally yeah. not good. <laughs> like yeah. the fourth and fifth ones are not good. Yeah. We'll get back to that so later. So we had but...
1: six full-timers and probably like four or five part-timers coming through. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty that's pretty it's good. taken off.
2: do you think do you think uh or would you would you want to see uh saw's giving expand to something that people celebrate across the country and across the continents where every mid-october people come together and spend their entire day watching horror movies well
1: okay so this is my thought on that if we had if it was some worthless holiday like remembrance day or something then maybe i would like people to replace that <laughs>
2: but, but, no no not replace it it's but, it's
1: it's it's added to okay cuz thanksgiving it's like it sounds lame but that's a great dinner, man. Like you get I, a good I'm dinner. not. That's what yeah, I. Yeah, that's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving right. is just you. You get a good dinner. I don't even really have to help with anything. I just like show up. I'm getting that uh, sweet potato mashed potatoes with fricking like brown sugar and walnuts on top. That's an insane dish, man. Like it's uh, that's it's worth the whole, whole holiday there. If we're talking about a giving augmentation of Thanksgiving, I'm all for
2: it. Augmentation. What do yeah, you mean yeah. by augmentation? It's not a replacement. It's a it's oh, addition. Well, I just meant like, Sawsgiving, do you want to see Sawsgiving become something so much bigger than just you guys hanging out? You want other people, do you want oh, other course. people to participate?
0: Ideally, I, I, I'd like it to get to a point where people even don't even know of my attachment to it. They don't even know of the oh, podcast yes, it came from. Yes. It's just,
2: it's a regular holiday.
1: Yes. I'm the center of Sawsgiving. You do need a day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that will ever happen. Oh, it, needs <laughs> <laughs> it needs to stay. It needs to. You just want all the credit. That's Yeah, all. I want I want all of the credit for it. So so we get to the beginning of the day. This We started what, 9.30? We started, yeah. It was we did. We almost started on time, which was pretty good for us. Like, yeah, was we were not aiming for it. a nine start. Time, I think last so. year Braden had to dig uh, like an hour of snow or something before he could get. No, to he was it. sick. He just got sick. Yeah, so he, we were an hour late. He was, um busy was pooping. cocaine. So, just the quick synopsis for people who've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a horror movie, like you know, like Jason or um, classic
0: eighties horror. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or who, who are the other guys? guys you know. Uh, uh, it's Jason and, Myers. and Freddy. Michael Myers from Halloween, it's that sort of thing, but Freddy kills you in your dreams. That's the thing. He comes into your dream, you have a nightmare. If you die in the dream, you're dead. You die in real life. So Freddy comes up and he's got those hands with the claws too. So he's got like Wolverine except one for each finger yeah. instead mm-hmm. of instead of just 3 on each thing. They're razor sharp. You know, he slashes you across the chest. It, the camera goes to the person who's in their bed dreaming and their chest gets slashed yeah. and
2: they start bleeding everywhere. So that's kind so of what happens ma- in the dream. Victim-wise, happens in real life. Very, yeah. but cool. the people outside
0: of your dream, like the people just awake watching you, like they'll just they see like your see, stomach they just get see cut open, yeah, cut open all of a sudden. They yeah. won't. They see don't, it don't see how it's
1: happening. Very cool horror movie idea. Yeah, it's I love it. I always you just loved just break it. Even it down even to
0: its basics, and it's a great concept, like a monster that kills you in your dreams Yeah, so yeah, you it's can, like it's impossible to convince anyone else,
1: like that's not experienced. Yeah, yeah. This. so yeah. And you
2: got that tension. And on top of that,
1: what I loved about this first movie. So I, I hate like the premise you just outlined, where it's like. Oh, the, I'm being haunted, but I can't convince anyone. Nobody believes right, me. Right. They think I'm well, This crazy. is a way to make that work. I fucking hate that horror cliche. I just find You're it like tense trip. for no reason, and I just find it frustrating. Like it's, it's like, it's like watching, you know, a lot of modern comedies where they think it's funny just to put someone in an awkward situation sure. that's meaningless, and that's what that's like. And I thought they did a great job on this first Nightmare on Elm Street. People start believing people real quick in this movie. It's like 10 minutes from not believing it, and now everyone's well, like, Oh God! Something's going. I on. I
0: agree with you that that trope in horror movies is bad a lot of the time. It can be good. It of can like be good, like anything. And this is definitely a case of it being good because yeah, it's not. It's not like the only it's case. Well, I didn't it's think also, they followed
1: this trope. Like I thought that they like no,
0: because it's not just the protagonist that no one believes. It's like all these other kids are having nightmares about the same person. So when they start describing their nightmares to each other, they're like yeah, I saw the same guy. But like, like pretty, so they all start they, to believe
1: each other. Pretty quickly, the police start like seeing that there's a problem too, and yeah. like 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 they might not totally get the whole dream. They don't thing, get heavily involved. They know something's going. On because somebody like this dude Kids gets dying. this dude gets like hung in his dream and he's like in prison. Yeah, that's and then, like, right, yeah. The police walk well, in and he's just like hung.
0: And because they know of the person that they're dreaming about,
1: right, right. Like to get more, the slightly yeah, totally. more in depth to it, uh, Freddy Krueger was like Fred a Fred Kruger, which they I was surprised they used the word Fred yeah. Krueger a lot in this movie. Is that a grocery
2: store? It's Fred Meyer, <laughs> it's <laughs>
1: it's Freddy com- Meyer, oh, no. he's coming Kr- to get you. There's Fred Meyer,
2: and then there's, Michael, Michael, and then there's Kruger. <laughs> Yeah. which is a separate grocery store Kroger Kroger
1: There's not it's not Kroger It'd be funny if it was Kruger.
2: We need the Michael Myers and the, and the Kruger. <laughs> Just like all st- these grocery store <laughs> names after horror characters. <laughs> <The> Jason. <laughs> that.
1: J- Voorhees. That actually sounds like a pretty good uh, grocery store name. <laughs> I would expect to see <laughs> that. Save on Foods. <laughs> no. um, um, they're American ones though, not Canadian ones. Oh, we, don't, okay. we don't have, all our Canadians are Safeway, Save on Foods, Real Canadian Superstore. We don't have any names, but you go to the stage. That's true. You got yeah. Walgreen. You got Kroger. You got Fred
2: Meyer. Vorhees. Voorhees. <laughs> Americans are haunted by their groceries. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: so, Freddy Krueger in this movie, before he started haunting kids in their dreams, he was like a real child killer who got arrested, but he did, they didn't have enough evidence to convict him. Or no, it was whatever. like a
1: technicality. There's
0: yeah, some kind of technicality. They don't get into it much because it's not important. They're like, but oh, they the signed
1: is, a subpoena in the legally, wrong place or he, yeah, something. Legally, right.
0: he got off all the hook even though everyone knew he did it. So the parents all got
1: together. and, Ma- uh, they, and they all got together uh, radical left style with their pitchforks. <laughs> <in> the <laughs> and they burned him alive.
2: Because I always wondered him. how he had that molten face. Yeah, he was and burned I thought that death. was just a stylistic choice. I didn't realize it Part of the story, which made it, it even really, better.
0: Really, it's both. Uh, it is, yes, it's we, but I'm, I'm
2: glad so that it was part of the story. Yeah.
0: So now he, as revenge against the parents who killed him, he's haunting the dreams of their children and yes. killing them.
2: And they don't go a lot into
0: explaining as to why he's able to do that because they don't, they don't need shouldn't. To. They shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, important.
2: So, Freddie and the it, music in that film is... Pretty great. Yeah, super, they had this I'm great really 80s soundtrack,
1: soundtrack in the first one. It was, it was the 80s. Super, they knew soundtracks. So okay. super but like, it was a good Derrick one, too. Was there are some so dull okay. 80s soundtracks. This was a good one. Sure. It, it good had, one, had yeah. the haunting. And like some like, sweet beats. You know, yeah. yeah, it had some cool beats. So, Freddy is, I think, out of Michael Myers, Jason, whatever, Texas Chainsaw, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think <laughs> can, that Freddy is the coolest one.
0: I really like his design, mostly in the first one, because as I found... Like, he has a really simplistic design, especially like when they just, like the early nightmares with him. He's mostly kept in the shadows, but you can see his silhouette. So yeah. and, and like maybe a little bit of his striped shirt but yeah, not this, a lot of it. Yeah, he has this
1: Christmas striped red and white Wears Waldo t shirt. Red and green, right. Yeah. Very similar to. But he's also Waldo. wearing. Was like it red and green? Was it red and green? I thought it was red and white. It it's was definitely red it was and green. Okay.
0: Golden white. It's like a dirty red and a dirty green. That's it's not really vibrant until the later ones when <laughs> they start getting it wrong. But uh, he, it's a really simple design, and he has like it's on like one red and black. on one of his yeah, hands in the first one. It is. Oh.
1: It evolves into really dark.
0: It evolves, into, really uh, dark green it evolves or... to be more. This is what I'm getting at. Is in the first one, it's he looks really gritty. Like all his yep. skin is horribly burnt, and like almost has like a certain glisten to it. Like he looks like he's in pain all the time, and, but he's got like this hat that he's wearing that shadows most of his face most of the time. He's got these claws, so when you see it when it's like mostly shadowed, it looks awesome. It does look something. Well, night- there's like a simple, mysteriousness to it as
2: well, because you like not. As it's like in a dream. You don't really remember. Too de- in too much yeah. detail.
0: As the series go on, like I think they started to realize that they had a cool character design, so they started to embellish more things. <laughs> like his, like his glove. Like they, sh- like the intro scene during the credits is him making the glove with the like huge claws. Which was on really it, cool. Which is cool. But it's just like this dirty old ripped glove with like some scraps of metal he made claws out of. In the later ones, it definitely gets more like elaborate. Like it was d- like designed by some huge corporation or something, <laughs> like a, or like a weapons manufacturer. And then his, his also his shirt gets so colorful and. Vibrant. Vibrant. Like the red and greens really pop, and it's a, and then and then I think probably the actor, because there's the same actor in all of them, bro, except for the reboot. Uh, probably got sick of sitting in a chair for four hours or eight hours getting makeup applied. So they just, like as the series goes on, you can tell he's just wearing some crappy, crappier looking rubber mask.
2: And, his, <laughs> and it does not you get look good. From the Halloween store, his yeah. look devolves
0: heavily <laughs> throughout the series. Yes. But the first yes. one, he looks great.
1: Yeah, the first one looks the best superb out movie. of all of them. So. Um, I just he so Freddie has a bunch of things that he does right. He's usually slashing people, but one of my favorite things that he does is he, while he's chasing kids in their dream, like they're just running away down an alleyway yeah. or through a house, and he's laughing at them and you know saying he toys shit. with them. Yeah, he, he's he doesn't with them. just he likes, go outright for the kill. Yeah, so not like Jason So he'll be like he'll be like I don't know who the main character's name was in the first Nancy one. Thompson. Yeah, Nancy. He'll be like, Hey, Nancy, check this out, and he'll just cut his own fingers off, and they just start bleeding. Well, what's,
0: <laughs> it's very it's very effective because it's because you. Like you're watching it thinking, like if you're really trying to get into the mood of it, it's like if he's willing to do that to himself, like what's he going to do to you?
1: yeah, it's very it's, it's very intimidating, and it's like and so he's just he's guy, always yeah. mutilating himself and like just like sticking his knives into different parts, and it's like you know when you read about like you know, I think we talked we were talking about Albert Fish recently with that Norm MacDonald joke or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, he's like this serial killer, you know, some horrid, horrid, you know, John Wayne Gacy style kind of guy. And it's like when the guy's dead, they find like he's got like, you know, dozens of needles in his pelvis that have just been yeah. there like for a long time, like that he's doing all this weird shit. And it's like, man, somebody does that. Like that is, that is some scary yeah, that's shit. That's definitely what they do with that That's terrifying. So yeah, so Freddie's always just cutting parts. he like, I think he cuts his arm off at one point or something. Well, there's also something. a scene where he
0: like, Cuts open, I think, like his chest, and you can see, like, his blood's like all like this gross, like puke green, and there's maggots inside of him and stuff. Oh, yeah, like, that was crazy. Yeah, he's definitely like. He's, oh, I yeah, must have been a weird on my mu- at like that self point. mutilation thing, too. Yeah.
1: So, I want to talk about the first, Freddy's f- first ish kill in the, in the, the first First kill the f- we see, which it, is great. In the first movie, not not, ra- not right at the beginning, but from the first, the girl who yeah, kind of gets the first of on. the protagonists. So, um,. So it's just these kids hanging out and then uh, and then this guy shows up, Lance. (laughs) I don't know if that's what it was there. We just got him. But he's just he's just a typical eighties like tough. He's got a he's got a leather jacket on. Well sort of.
0: It's like he kind of also looks like a fifties greaser. Yeah, I don't know maybe that was was like the cool.
2: The eighties like the the fifties. Yeah, yeah that, that's
1: yeah, essentially yeah, that's what I get at how
2: always thirty years uh it's
1: <laughs> always the twenty ten. What do we like now? We, la- we like the eighties now. Um, so uh, yeah, so he like he gets into like a tiny dispute with like some of their friends, immediately whips out a switchblade and he's yeah. like, You wanna you wanna go? <laughs> <laughs> and we were sitting there the whole time just being like, Man, I wish this guy's whipping out switchblades on everybody in this movie. Like, you know, so he goes and he does this chick or whatever, and he's sleeping beside her, and then she starts having a nightmare, and this is like the first kill. Or whatever, right? And we were joking. It's like he just turns over. Listen, lady, I'm trying to get some sleep. And lips, swear, <laughs> yeah, "Stop making these yeah. noises while, while you're getting." Just a cool uh, guy. <laughs> you know? just, a, just a cool. Just guy. a really cool guy. <laughs> so this. So during this first, this first murder or whatever. So she's getting killed by Fred Krueger or whatever. But the bedroom they're in is like a. You don't you don't see this as a viewer, but it's like a it's like a container that they have on a spindle. So yeah. they have a motor turning this bedroom. So in the movie you see she basically is getting like whipped up across the wall and she's bleeding everywhere and then she's like on the roof like yeah, you know, like 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 she starts getting
0: lacerations like the 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 people awake can't see where they're coming from. Like yeah, yeah. They're, they're just, so her blood's just spilling everywhere as she's being tossed
1: around. Yeah, the it's room. very like Exorcist style, like getting like yeah. thrown to the roof, and it looks so good. Like, dude, it's so good. Co- there's actually parts of it. So
0: there's parts where it's like you can tell. It's like you say. It's just like a big container room that they're kind of rotating. They're spinning it so that. Yeah, yeah. But there's parts where she's just kind of floating in the air, and it's definitely not done with strings. I don't know quite how they did it because it looks just through her.
1: Yeah, and if they had been throwing her up to the roof with strings or something, it just would look more. Like like it would have looked like a Marvel movie yeah. where they're just whipping some guy or whatever. It's a straight movie. It
0: looked like her her movements in the air as she like jostled around as she's being stabbed or whatever. It really looked like that the moment. Room was that momentum affected how she's being. Yeah, thrown around totally. The room, like,
1: and as she's like crawling, gravity to as she's crawling up the wall, it's not like she just slides up to the roof. Like she's kind of going in like an S. Like it's it's a very organic disturbing shape like the way that she moves up there that yeah. they you had you had to build a room then spin it to get this and uh, so I really appreciated that like it was Fantastic. it was notably different and more effective than you know another version of that I think they used that spindle room in a few other um, of the movies but I don't think it works
0: well like notably like if you want to point out the two awesome deaths in this movie that one being one of them and the other is uh old Johnny Depp's death
1: oh yeah Johnny so this Depp is, this is his first movie I believe this story. was his first yeah, movie a very
0: it's, it's, young young Johnny Depp in this movie yeah he's not even like a big boring
1: weirdo yet
0: or anything yeah, I, like that. I described him as a wacky dildo in the movie. He, <laughs> LA hadn't ruined him. But, uh, He's a death, very normal character in this movie. Yeah, yeah his death is great. Like I don't remember. He gets pulled into his own bed. Like He just falls asleep oh, watch, yeah. like, watching TV or whatever and then he starts like sinking into his bed which I... I think is great because I think
2: they were trying to tap... And he had ta- a giant TV on his lap.
0: I think they were trying to tap into...
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> I forgot his tube TV comes in with it. He a tube TV on his Whoa.
0: lap, remember? I think they were trying to... Yeah, I, I, I do remember because it's hilarious. <laughs> saw it like 80s tube television just on his bed. Um... I think they're trying to tap into because I've read and heard people talk about that get like sleep paralysis, how it feels like they're they, sink they're sinking into yeah, their or bed or they
1: fall right through the bed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think
0: they're tapping into that because I, I don't remember I don't actually remember what we see like in his actual dream of him being attacked by Freddy, but what we see as the audience in real life, he like sinks into his bed and then there's just like like he's fully in it and there's just all we can see is a hole and then like a second later just uh, just gallons, a thousand gallons, and gallons of blood, just of blood just. just Spray up toward the roof and almost like gravity's upside down. Yeah. It, the pool starts to settle on the roof. Yeah,
1: and it doesn't awesome, look like it's being yes. shot. It does look like gravity is just fl- yeah, which obviously yeah. they've just turned the room upside down. Yeah, they and, just bolted and,
0: everything down yeah, and turned it upside it down. It looks
1: so good. Very man, cinematic
0: like, when really you're just watching a bunch of liquid fly upward. It's yeah, beautiful.
1: It's very like it's very similar to, you know, like the shining of you know, elevator 2000 blood scene elevator. And, and, yeah. So um yeah, so that's pretty great. So um Awesome, a few awesome murders. Um, So the parents in this movie were great. So like at the beginning... I think or I don't know if it's at the beginning or partway through but like one of the girls has a dream and Freddie kind of slashes her so he he cuts her a little bit and her shirt is slashed but I think she gets out of the dream like she has an alarm or something so he's not able to finish her off (laughs) and her mom walks in the room and she's like oh uh, what's with your shirt you better I keep telling you to cut your nails you're like you're gonna keep (laughs) otherwise you're gonna keep slashing your shirt it's like she's like bleeding a little bit and like and she's like got these clear slashes like you think that's from long nails you dummy (laughs) like what type of (laughs) what type of mom would think
0: this I remember thinking like if you if you saw that and you thought oh they're just clawing at themselves in their sleep because people do stuff sort of like that like they bite too hard and they like they chip their teeth and shit like that you you would like she's just like oh you gotta stop doing that in your sleep you would think that the parent would be like we need to get you to see a sleep doctor and to the movie's credit they eventually do yeah. So there, there's. I will say that in the first one, it's like you're saying where the cops aren't like totally just like ah oh, whatever you idiot and like they do that a little bit at first.
1: Dude, I but have everyone
0: operates <laughs> very logically in the movie, and that that was one thing I really loved about
1: the. First I just one. found my note that says Johnny Depp is always just playing some wacky dildo. So <laughs> you, did, you did you did say that that day. Uh, so um, the next thing that I was uh, I wanted to point out so that first death happens and the guy the, you know the dickhead guy who's like sleeping with her or whatever everyone blames him and says that he murdered her yeah. right and that's basically what most of the movies like uh, can you know the middle part of the movie the second except act except
0: most is, of the kids believe that it wasn't him because they're also having these dreams having about these the dreams. same person
1: so he gets he hangs himself in prison because he's in his dream he gets hung or except whatever except he
0: doesn't that was Freddie.
1: yeah yeah that was Freddie. but yeah. Yeah, everyone, yeah everyone thinks
0: he's hung himself so. so they
1: have this funeral and we were joking we we're like wouldn't it just be great if somebody just you know his like grandma comes in with his switchblade and <laughs> And he places it on, it on, it on, places his it on the coffin. He, he loved his this switchblade. <laughs> it was his only position. It's all you really know about the guy is he's got a cool switchblade and a, and a leather well, jacket. What do you need
0: to know about a guy? <laughs> that's the guy that has the cool jacket. That guy always busts out a switchblade. Men aren't any more complex than that.
1: I think this movie was really ahead of its time too. You know, We're talking about all the, you know, gender gender's a social construct <laughs> and all these kind of issues, but this, this movie knows. It's sleep that's the oppressor You know, down with sleep. Sleep is just a social construct invented by the patriarchy to keep you down. You're missing out on eight hours of your day. We need to abolish sleep once and for all. It's just something that you're socialized to believe that you need. It has nothing to do with your biology at all. You
2: sound like those motivational people who are like, I get up at 4 a.m. every day and I'm the best person ever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I up hate early. those people.
1: Yeah, it's because you don't like getting up early. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I am infinitely more. I productive. go to bed at like, four. If I wake up f- at five a.m., I will do more work between like six and ten a.m. than an entire day of work otherwise. Like it is. My that's time's a, that's like a, I eight p.m. <laughs> and
2: eight p.m. to midnight. No, that's that's crazy talk. So crazy um, talk. I have a note here about palindromes. <laughs> It, oh, does it have to do with the movies? Oh no no,
1: you just I I, I he made a joke. You were, you were you were like I'm so mad that the word palindrome isn't a palindrome.
3: Like
0: whoever
1: first came up with that dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah, so dropped hard. the ball really <laughs> hard, idiot. Um, <laughs> the perfect opportunity. Palindrome, of course, is a word spelt forwards and backwards the same. Like uh, race cars. The, most, you know that's way. the one that people think of him, um, think. Anyways, so um, okay, that's all I had for the first one. So uh passing on the torch to you yeah
0: mor- morale was extremely high 10 out of one. 10 i took a i took a consensus. Yeah, because yeah, it's a good I, movie I, i'm very familiar with the first one i going into saw's giving this year i wasn't familiar with really any of the sequels other than freddy vs. jason and but i was very familiar with the first one but watching this this time just maybe because it was the first one and everyone was everyone was excited about the day at this point the only time you're excited about Yeah, it was a great opener because that it just made me like I started realizing how well-paced that movie was. Like before we knew it, there was ten minutes left in the movie. I'm like, holy crap, this is. Yeah, and awesome. so the main character Wait, uh, better than I remembered it, and I already
1: liked it a lot. Right, the main character was this Nancy chick who, like you know, is, is getting haunted, and she ends up being like a, Such a, a real badass, like yeah. antagonist. Like she is like so. Freddie's like haunting her and stuff, and she just starts screaming at him and swearing at him and stuff. Like she doesn't give a shit. At the end of the the end of the movie, she basically thwarts him. Like she knows he's coming. Well, she,
0: she's she actually has like she doesn't spend the whole movie just terrified of him she starts actually trying to acquire think about how an he works. actual plan and and sh- and she pulls it off like yeah.
1: which i think is really vital for a good horror movie i cannot stand horror movies where everyone just does dumb everyone things everyone in the movie does dumb things i mean that's <laughs> for the com- no reason that's the common complaint and to be like more articulate is like they don't figure out how the villain works They they don't have, they don't, there's no set of rules for them to follow, or they don't figure out the rules at all. And it's like, that's just kind of boring. I mean, we talked about. That other movie that that other horror uh, it follows that yeah. uh, comes up where it's like it's just a monster that follows you. It just walks towards you. Can you could drive like across the country. It would take like a year to get to you, but it eventually gets to you. And it's like it's kind of this great you know metaphor for morality, which is like what a horror movie should be exploring: mortality, sir. Not not about to say morality. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Um, like the guilt. <laughs> yeah. So um,
1: uh, and and you know by the end of that movie, like the characters are like, oh, maybe we can do this. Maybe we can like trap it here or something like like they are coming up with a strategy and it's like, I realized there is a there is something, you know, even Evil Dead, right? Like they come up with some kind of plan to beat him. I don't know how Jason the Jason movies work, because apparently that's next next year's Saw's giving potentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk there's, about there's that. Ten of them, but um, yeah. So so na- at, by the end of the, the first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, though, Nancy's like she's setting up these traps. Like yeah, she's got. Yeah, she figures out real sh- rapid. Like <laughs> really, really well placed traps. She had. Because she, <laughs> she's like trying to pull him out of the dream. Yeah, I got to set this up by the way. So she's she's, she's she's set herself up for a 20 minute dream or something like that yeah. <laughs> and she's like I've got my timer on it's 20 minutes wake me up before 20 minutes and then she goes up and sets up like 25 traps like any Home one alone. of them would have taken an hour to set up on its violent own violent Home Alone style traps <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. they're That's all right. really awesome like she's got like an, an axe or a sledgehammer that like swings down from a door and hits Freddy yeah. in the stomach and a light like, bulb full of gunpowder yeah really cool traps and like and she's running around the house setting off these traps as Freddy's following her he'll like hit one trap and trip into the next. Like, they're quite intricate, like a Rube Goldberg-esque, yeah. you know, traps. So, like, they were really fun to watch. They were really cool. And he's getting caught in them, and this is awesome. She's badass. But I don't know how she set up all those traps in 20 <laughs> minutes because they set yeah. that time limit real hard, and it was a main plot device that she was doing yeah. that. And then she's like, she sets up the traps. She goes, oh, only 10 minutes left before
3: Freddy comes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. It's
0: just, it's just great that, yeah, she... She saw she she found out his logic because she accidentally in one of her dreams uh, grabs his hat and she when she wakes up she has his hat in real life. Oh yeah, hat. that was a so really that, cool yeah, So thing. she figures out oh may, uh, maybe I can pull him out into real, into real life. So that's because she knows she can't kill that him. That is dream. such
1: a great so, mechanic. The I know. So they got to have a weakness.
0: You have a protagonist that sees the logic as we see the logic and then actually has a plan to thwart it and. It's great to see a, a protagonist this competent in a horror movie. It's amazing. Um, um,
1: so yeah, morale
0: extremely high. Very good, very by good, the, everyone. By the end of so
1: I want to I want to take a, a a poll here because I have the of the the morale for no, movie number two. What do you what do you remember it as being? I would say
0: so, uh, for myself or for my uh, for
1: what you think the room was. I took a room. I, I did like an average. The average. The
0: I'm gonna say it was close to ten because after, after the second movie. Oh, after
1: oh, after the second. Yeah, so yeah, because yeah, so we're gonna get for, to the second movie yeah. soonish and, and uh,
0: after oh, if the if I second, get down it down probably dipped pretty. I dipped pretty
2: fast. Was yeah. it near five? Yeah, and Andy, what do you think was the prediction? This is a at a ten scale, I believe, guys. For everyone,
0: I'm gonna say it dipped down to at least a seven, if not lower. For the average.
1: Okay, okay for cool. For the average. Well, we're gonna find out the real the real one after this break. Are you guys uh, ready for ready to make some money here? Oh my god. Okay, time, for, time for some ads. Uh okay, sponsored well, me, us this time. Let me get my uh ad together. We should have like, a, should here, have
2: like a song for ads. Yeah, it would be kinda cool. like, like a it only took it. It only
1: took me forty hours to write our 30 second theme song. <laughs> That's <Okay. a> song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it. it so it's, it's a lot of work. So um, uh, okay, here we go. We've all been there. You're chatting up a girl on Tinder. You take her out on a date, or grinder, or grinder. No, no, no yeah. judgments. No, yeah, uh, buy her dinner, and now you're getting ready for home base. But then something happens. She opens her mouth <laughs> and says, "When was the last time you got tested?" Uh oh. <laughs> you don't have proof of your uh, testing at all. You're out of there. Before going in for your sexually transmitted infection test, also known as STI testing, if you're not sure if you might have a disease, you're gonna need some clean urine. Introducing a revolutionary new service. Urin. This is it just Craigslist. It's yeah, just an ad for Craigslist right now. Urin is a way to get fresh, clean, undiseased urine for your STI testing. That way, you can prove you're clean. We even organize with the testing laboratory to get your results texted to you and emailed, so in the heat of the moment, you can show the proof. You're in. Ignorance
2: is bliss.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a real great product. Wow.
2: For... So do they like text a <laughs> screenshot of the of the lab results? They send them
1: it's a digital file Digital file. You know, like, what do you think that the labs are like writing on papers and faxing them like they put them on a computer and they that's print it out it,
0: How they work. sounds like a real great product for all the date rapists out there <laughs> which I assume is most of our
1: listeners so that's yep that's, yeah, uh, uh, that's everyone else yeah. so uh, thanks for the the ad money uh, you we also got paid in product uh, by this particular company and you
0: sent us a bag of urine or, uh,
3: all right.
1: <laughs> lots of, lots of oh, fresh, that's what that was lots <laughs> of fresh <laughs> urine so oh. uh, you, you know I'll put that in my fridge for mm-hmm. later gotta keep it fresh so the morale for Nightmare on Elm Street the statistics are 6.5 was the average between everybody so
0: huge drop and And I bet I bet myself and Josh especially Josh probably threw that off a bit uh
1: Cause I, I yeah, st- you guys had pretty high morale when everyone else did not.
0: I, I I stay optimistic about it. I enjoy watching movies even if they're not that great, or whatever. So I, I can stay on a higher morale level than others. So do, so do we want? But, but, but the
1: second one sucked, so I knew it was going to do. Do we want to go through like all the synopsis for these? Like, how quickly can we summarize? Now, you know. I don't I
0: don't think we need to. S- second you know, movie. Unless there's I read the, particularly the Wikipedia article. Well, you know the basic premise that well, this is actually somewhat important for the second one. You know the basic premise that this is a guy slash monster whatever who kills you and haunts you in your dreams.
1: Like and haunts it, you and kills you. In and your it is dreams. specifically
0: supposed to be toward the, the, the kids who were who were are kids of the parents who had killed him. Yeah, like this is a revenge story in a sort of. Is
1: that all the way through basically? Sort of. End? Well, this, so here's the thing.
0: Here's where. Uh, the second one immediately misses the point because they don't really do any of that fun stuff, and this this so I think the second one really foreshadowed what the rest of the day was <laughs> going to become, where these movies are just fucking crap yeah and and miss the point so hard because you think, Freddie, most people I think are probably thinking of the third one, which we're obviously going to get to, um, which is wacky deaths in people's dreams. That's what you want to see in Freddy. There's really, other than the intro sequence, basically none of that in the second one. And it's all about some kid uh, and, and Freddy's possessing him and trying to take over his body so he can become, he can, he can, he can tra- like transform himself into the real world to kill people,
1: which that's not what. And Fr- apparently, Freddy they can already wanted. just pull you out into the real world. It's not that big of a and deal. And he didn't want that because he can be killed in the real world. <laughs> yeah. Well, supposedly, Wait, you know what it is. It's so this is the point immediately. It's a protege. <laughs> that's sort of, that so yeah. it's like it's like Saw's protege yeah. from the <laughs> <laughs> We were starting to get weird. Oh man, this it really was, is going to be Saw's giving. Oh. It's a Saw's giving miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Another protege. Yeah. So. Uh, the idea for Freddy Krueger having a protege was a very misguided effort. It was. It was
0: definitely, like you say, alarming to It was that alarming. That's one of the things that bugged us most about the Saw franchise is just this constant moving on to different proteges. Yeah, <laughs> um, that so, doesn't quite happen in the no, no, Elm Street no, not quite. series.
1: So first off. The kid who is, is getting turned into... Freddy. You know, Freddy's kind of haunting him. The kid doesn't want to turn into his protege, and he's kind of making him and giving yeah. him dreams, and I think he kills somebody and turns into well, his body. Like, and the, the kid kid's has, like, oh, has
0: dreams about Freddy, and then when that happens, like Freddy takes over his body and kills random people that aren't even associated with the parents of, right, right.
1: of the, who killed him. So this kid, on his door... Has this? He has this oh, yeah. sign. You know, kids have like you know, parents keep out. <laughs> you write down the weirdest <laughs> details. <laughs> he, he's got this sign on the door that says "No out of town chicks." <laughs> well, it's supposed to say "No out of town checks," but
0: he's switched to the e with an i, which is, which is it's funny. <laughs>
1: no out of town chicks. I just
2: thought that was great.
1: Why? Why don't you want do you go against out of town chicks? Like
2: that sounds. Great. Didn't they just move into that house from out of town? Yeah, because at the beginning of the film? They- So
0: that is one thing. The only relation, other than Freddie, I guess, between the first and second one, it's a completely different protagonist, and the relationship is the house, because they move into the house that Nancy Thompson, the protagonist from the first, used to live in.
2: And the house was the most important thing about the first film, if we remember. Except that it's not at all. (laughs) No. (laughs) In the
0: slightest. Well, that is another... uh, reoccurring trend in this. That house, that
2: house always comes back. The
0: house comes back, but the house never played any significance. No. It wasn't Freddy's house. If it was Freddy's house, Maybe okay, it came back because
2: of the second movie, them making the house significant. and, and then the, but they the, didn't really The writers do anything. and directors of the post-movies were like, I guess this is part of the iconic nature Other of Freddy. Other than them
0: moving in there, it doesn't play anything. It's not like Freddy resides there and whoever lives there will get... But they always end up in haunted. that dang
2: house. Remember Did the fourth, fifth movie I kept? Yeah, but that's why, one.
0: that's why it's so baffling because it's like, why does everyone always end up in this house? The house plays no I real know. significance. It wasn't Freddy's house. He doesn't haunt the house. It would make, the perfect setup would be everyone who moves into this house gets haunted in their dreams by maybe, Freddy. Okay, that maybe would work, the producers the were case. like,
2: look, we got this set, they built it, we might as well use it. Maybe. But
0: you know what? The inside of the house looked completely different. In every movie, it did, yeah. It never looked <laughs> the same. Outside always had a red door, and I think the address was always 14, Well, it was like, first it
2: was a nice house, which probably like was a real location, it looked like in the first movie. And then they yeah. like made an impression of it, because then it was like abandoned by the third movie, and it was like boarded up.
0: For some reason, even though the, we don't really know. Oh, was it in the third movie? It definitely, at one point... We're gonna do a movie by one movie, the, here so One we don't of the one of the issues
2: lost, about but. about this event when you when you um, binge yep. all the films at mm-hmm. once is they blur into one. So I know exactly
0: only, what you're talking about because it, is this is ha- a phenomenon that has a name. I This happened to about? us hard in Saw's giving, but I want to get back to it when we start discussing the fourth and fifth episode. Okay, because that, that seems no, to be when No, those two blurred
2: it, so bad. That seems
0: to be when it happens. So we'll yeah. come back to that feeling, but. Uh, just to, t- to talk on that a little bit that was definitely something that happened in the previous saw's giving as well so that does seem it's, to be that's yeah. a part of saw's giving i mean i guess is that,
2: that a good thing or a bad thing because there's consistency what do you what do it's, you think about that? it's both
0: a bad thing and a thing that i think happens naturally but right again, we will definitely it's get back into that
2: um so are we done with the second movie because i was when it finished well, oh, actually, there's a funny thing I should mention is there's a whole, uh, there's a whole part in the Wikipedia article about the second movie that talks about the homoerotic subtext. Yes.
0: And this is actually part of what I wanted to talk about. So oh, I'm you did you, want to talk about glad that. glad you're introducing this. Um, Go ahead. So it's a new protagonist in this one. It's not, That's Nancy, right. it's not Nancy Thompson who we all loved because of how competent she was. She was, was great. Um, loved her. Now it's just some guy. I don't know what his name was. I don't know what the actor's name is. I don't what his name is. Do you want me to tell you? No, I do not. Uh, I'd rather not know. (laughs) (laughs) Just some guy. But in the movie, like, there's like weird sort of homoerotic themes. Like one of his nightmares, he's in a shower and then like he's like whipping his coach in the ass, who's naked or whatever. But also, every time like the Freddy like attacks this kid, the main protagonist, protagonist kid. Yeah. uh, He like he sees Freddie and he screams like a terrified teenage girl. But it's like, what looks like probably an eighteen year old kid, but he's screaming like a little girl. And I didn't really know.
2: I didn't notice that.
0: Yeah, he does. And I, I noticed it during it, but I didn't think much of it. I thought, it's like, that's kind of weird. Right. Because a, a, a classic, like, trope or term in horror movies is the Scream Queen. And I think it started with Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. This is maybe getting a bit too movie nerd. Wow. But, um, so there's always these actresses that are known for being in horror movies or, like, a series of horror movies, and, and they have, like, a good quality good mo- screen. cinematic screen, right. if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... This actor, I guess, turns out in real life is gay, and it was his intention to uh, channel that to be a scream queen in it. And like you think about, it, it's like, oh, well, that 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 sounds like you're just making fun of him, calling him a scream queen. But that was self-identified. Like that's what he, like he was going for that. And he credits like some of the homoerotic themes or or tone of the movie to himself more than than the director. Or no, I shouldn't say more, but he definitely. Feels that he attributed to it. Can we just say
1: homo. Does it have to be homoerotic? <laughs> like just, we get it. <laughs> I didn't notice the screaming. Um The '80s dad. I forgot Oh to say yes, the, the '80s so, dads. Yeah. You know, so we've talked about, I think, in Stranger Things, how there was a really yeah. great '80s dad in that. Yes. Dad. yeah, apathy. Yeah, you know, he just kind of sits on his lazy boy, and the kids are getting in trouble, and he's like, he just oh, doesn't care. Don't do that. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> you know.
0: Just be home before midnight as he's looking at the yeah, paper. He doesn't, doesn't even look
3: up. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, uh it's great. Nightmare on Elm Street 2 probably the highlight of the whole movie was the 80s dad in it. This dad I actually
0: <laughs> forgot about him cuz right. 2
1: is one that I just just blocked out from this, my memory of this This dad did not give a shit. Like he was he's just you know, they're sitting there at breakfast and he's like, you know, and after school, you better clean up your room right away. Nothing else. Like, you know, he's like, he's just laying down the law. You better, you got to clean up this room real hard. Um, you know, he's like sitting on the, sitting on his lazy boy. Well, he's got, he's got the recliner up. So his feet are up. Yeah. He's, he's like fanning himself with a TV guide. <laughs> well, also, you know?
0: like, they're complaining that it's so hot. Yeah, there's the, no air conditioning. It's so hot in the house because the air is broken. He's like, ah, it's just fine. I'll, I'll, I'll what does he say? I'll spray some
3: freon.
1: Yeah, free yeah. On you just later. need to put some more freon, and it's free on like, well, then free. it's not fine because it doesn't work without the freon. <laughs> <Like it's Well, laughs> so you were talking about in the first one how like you liked how
0: like the police and the parents and everyone actually started to be competent and realize and like figure what, things, figure out. things, figure yeah. out what was going on. This dad is the opposite. Like suddenly, <laughs> Freddie somehow possesses a like their family, like their pet bird, and starts flying around the room attacking him, and then bursts into flames. And then later, and he's like. You have just been messing around with firecrackers again. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How
3: would that happen yeah,
0: from
1: this? Just doesn't just doesn't clue into anything. And the birds? No, the bird's not just flying around. He's attacking yeah. everybody. So everyone's like terrified and like and he seems pretty <laughs> terrified. It's like a budgie. It's not that really that dangerous. Like I would just swat that thing away and get it. It was actually a pretty cool like bird effect of it flying sure. around. It Didn't just and look like a And when it burst crappy.
0: into flames, it looked cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the bird flies around, starts attacking everybody, blows up, and he immediately looks at his kid, what are you doing with those firecrackers lately, kid? It's like, dude, you just wish, and it was like kind of a supernatural like event. Like, yeah. that's not... Like, that's clearly not, something else. Like, he didn't skip a beat, by the way. Like, you yeah. said it was later. It was right away. Like, first, <laughs> the first thought that popped into his head: oh, those damn kids <laughs> and their firecrackers. So, uh, yeah, so that 80s dad was pretty great. Um, you know, I think that they beat Freddy at the end of this movie with the power of love. If I remember, oh. they had they they had that. That's trope right.
2: going on. I, I barely remember, remember, but remember.
1: oh yeah, because the kid starts to become Freddy in real life. Oh yeah, and, and then this kid, this chick that he likes, kisses him or something like that. And she, and even when he looks I like totally Freddy, and she like that. brings yeah. him back for yeah, because he's fully morphed into Freddy, and she kisses his gross like burn victim face or whatever, yeah. and then uh, makes out with Freddy, which is kind of disturbing. And then the kid like is I, saved or I, something. I, I
0: like I, I, the second one is one of the ones throughout the day that I barely remember, and I hadn't seen it prior to this, so I didn't have an existing uh, memories of it. Uh, and this was. Yeah, definitely an immediate downer to the day. We're coming off the high of the first one and this one was just so boring. It completely missed the point and then it's doing all these things of, uh, yeah, they defeat him with the power of love. I, can, I, I, can, what, I can tell it's like- I know
1: how much you hate that like, trope in particular.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can hate it. Um, it's funny, like you, like I know you're thinking morale was, was higher than it should have been at like a 7, but probably because of 6. me 6.5 6. yeah. or whatever, because me and Josh throwing it off. But when you think about it, dipping for down from like a 10 to a 6.5 <laughs> 6. immediately in the day, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's pretty rough. Because these movies, the nice thing about them is they're all an hour and a half. So they're all nice and short, which makes yeah. them good for marathoning like this. But when you're on movie two of these movies that aren't very long and morale's dipping for like four points out
1: of 10... That ain't good. Yeah, we started at 9:30. I think we finished at 11 p.m.
2: It was just before and that. And like yeah. we
1: brought lunches and shit. Like we were not like just hanging out, mm-hmm. you know.
2: You gotta uh, be prepared for stuff. Uh, yeah, I doing, didn't. I wasn't you know, prepared. Yeah, we, 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 my, we, that affected my morale. I'm
1: gonna make more of a checklist on. next year and like uh, get people their mm-hmm. systems that they need to get ready. Yeah, tell us for where sauce, it is. You know? I that, also knew things well.
0: were off to a bad turn for the day. An immediate bad turn for the day when like probably not even halfway through the episode, the day had already devolved into heated political
1: arguments. <laughs> he and Josh, Troll Josh were just arguing already.
0: <laughs> just immediately. It only took two movies to get to that.
1: Yeah, I don't think Troll Josh wants to get too argumentative with me, I think. Like, yeah. Yeah, like once it started getting somewhere, he's he was like, Oh no, whatever. I think I think he thinks I might like be mad at him if we disagree too much and it's like, nah man
0: I think <laughs> I <laughs> we're think, gonna disagree a lot. <laughs> I think Troll Josh gets into a lot of political arguments. Yeah, and I think a lot of uh, those uh, relationships go sour because oh, yeah. of it. So
1: that's not going to happen with me. I think he didn't want that to happen. Yeah, that's, that's totally good. Um, so, Is that two? We got that's, anything that's, more on two? That's two, two. No, no, yeah. So oh, let's move on.
2: I need to move on. Two sucked. Yeah, so wait, three
1: is the other good one.
0: Three is other, the other notorious good one, who, which so I hadn't seen. I was very familiar with the first, but I was excited to get to three because I had heard it was it was really good.
1: So some of these I I didn't write down the morale, so we're gonna have oh to just yeah, three. your guys last guess was quite good. So yeah, you know, I think I think it's I think I would say morale three. So you're saying at, at the three, at the
0: end of three, yeah, it went up know? a
1: little bit. Probably, maybe. I think it was like an eight. Like I'm gonna a, say
0: I I don't I don't know about the average, but I yeah probably eight sounds about right for the average. Like I know average. I probably skyrocketed past a nine because I loved the three. Three yeah, was, that was fantastic. Sweet. Three was like this is exactly how a sequel should should happen.
1: Yeah. So number three. It. Number three, they're like, uh, remember Nightmare on Elm Street. Number two. We, nope, don't. we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. don't. So number three is a direct sequel to number one. They're like no, the Pretty second one much never happens. Works almost as a. Direct sequel. They don't reference yeah. anything There's from no it. No references yeah. to, yeah. to the anything. second. So very smart. And then Lies after this, nothing problem. has anything to do with any of them. <laughs> like four, five, six, seven. Yeah. The they're nice thing about basically this, People might
0: be looking at the at the time right now and thinking, oh my god, they're almost two hours in. They're only on the third of eight. But I think four, five, and six are going to get glossed over yeah. real hard. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, this was this was a great return to form, and I think it was because so Wes Craven was the creator of the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Like he wrote it. Yeah, Um, he's awesome. He didn't direct it, but so obviously. What what was Wes
1: Craven's like claim to fame? Like his first one, Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street. (laughs) It might have been Nightmare on Elm Street. The big ones,
0: the big two that he's known for is Nightmare on Elm Street and the Scream franchise.
1: Right. There is
0: something else too. I can't. No,
1: he's yeah, he's I know he's done like he's he's credited with a bunch of really good shit and whatever, but um. Yeah, anyways. So, um, well, he did but the he, original he, so, Hills, Un- Hills so, Have Eyes as well. Yeah,
0: so he did not write the second one, and it, it becomes really apparent when you learn that, because I didn't know while watching it, but I think I read that throughout the day. It becomes really apparent, because that second one just doesn't, it seems to have a lack of understanding of what made Freddy interesting in the first place. Third one, complete ret- return to form, and actually, like, er- elaborates on the form in a really positive way, I think. Right. Um
1: so I think the main con- so the third one they're all in like a mental hospital right
0: yeah, so it's a mental hospital uh, that has a bunch of the kids there that are have kind of been haunted like gone crazy through their dreams and people just think they're just having like these really almost uh, uh, just psychotic dreams uh, so they've been put in this institution but they all happen to be kids again kids of the parents who had killed Freddy Kr- Krueger mm-hmm. pretty much the Romanian ones Nancy Thompson returns, and it was at this point, I think, when I really realized just how competent of a horror protagonist she was. I knew that in the first one because of all her awesome Home Alone traps and her plan and whatever, but when she returns, immediately, like, she hears about that there's this mental institution dealing with dreams and that all these kids are being haunted by what sounds like Freddy Krueger, but you learn that... uh, She's kind of she's become like a doctor or psychologist of some sort. She takes pills called like Hypnozil or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something that keeps that you from dreaming. Suppresses dreams specifically. And she hasn't gone out. Hypnozil. She, she hasn't. Yeah, that was it. Hypnozil. She, she has not gone out and tried to convince people, like, oh, I'm being haunted by a monster killing me her in her dreams. And I start, this is the smartest protagonist in a horror movie I've ever seen. Because <laughs> not only did she, which, did she have this awesome plan to escape him, she's suppressing her dreams and she's not running around like a crazy person trying, to, no one will believe trying to explain things that sound crazy to an ordinary person that that you're trying to explain something that's happening to you that of course sounds crazy and they're going to write you off as crazy so she's avoided being institutionalized through doing this and now she's out to help like this is i'm going to say the most competent horror protagonist <laughs> ever and it was delightful to watch
1: yeah, I, I, I really like the third one. It wasn't as memorable as the second one to me. Uh, sorry, as the first one, sorry. Oh, what's yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out. <laughs> like I, I would Jesus. say the morale, the eight and the ten, is probably like how, I, how good of movies I think they are as well.
0: Well, so I think the highlight of what makes the third one so great is that they really dove back hard into, this is a guy who kills you in your dreams. In your dreams. But this is where they started to elaborate more on Doing more—I don't want to say wacky, but more uh, intricate. Yeah, more intricate and like random. Yeah, not random, but like, but like really dream-like deaths. So, uh,
1: one thing I liked, and it simultaneously is a complaint. Yeah. 'cause I think they could have taken it further. Is a lot of these mental patients, like they have a symptom, right? Like one guy can't talk because he was used my to be like in the, de- the movie. he used to be in the debate club, but now he like lost his voice for some reason. And um you know one guy Well he started
0: is- getting haunted by the dreams and he just stopped talking. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't really understand I, why.
1: So, yeah. So I don't remember what some of the other ones are, if if you can remember well, some so, of the other So
0: the thing that was great in, in the third one and that, why I think it gets recognized is awesome Themed to death. Yeah, yeah so it's, I'm
1: getting it's there. I just yet. want to remember what the themes are before there I describe the, the deaths.
2: There g- was the girl who wants to be so she wants- a TV star, movie yeah. star. She wants oh, yeah. to
1: be an actor. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, she, yeah,
2: yeah. That that's death. one of my
1: favorite deaths
2: in <laughs> the whole right, series. Good one-liner there. Yeah.
0: There's the debater, that, that one-liner yeah. that comes into my intro to John Vision at the beginning. Well, what of was that episode. one? Welcome to primetime, bitch.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, oh, with, so the chick who wants to be on TV, <laughs> she's like, she's watching TV late at night, and then she falls asleep, and then you see this image, and you've probably seen this image on uh, on like the internet somewhere because it is quite an iconic one, and it's like it's this tube TV hanging up high in the wall. There's robotic arms and they're not like simple robotic arms. They look like, you know, very intricate yeah. like robotic arms and they just, they grab her and slam her head <laughs> like, like so, so they grab her, Freddy Krueger's head comes out the top of the TV. Like, you know that effect where in like Poltergeist, and I think in Freddy Krueger too, where they're pushing through the wall and it's actually yeah. like a screen, um, you know, and, and the face is there and it, you know, you see that, I think that's the cover of Poltergeist, isn't it? or? Probably. I don't remember. I don't it's know. the cover of the Frighteners, that's for sure. Um <laughs> So uh, it's kind of that effect. His head is coming out the top and then like his head appears there and he's like, and he's talking to her about something and he goes, welcome to prime time, bitch. And then he slams her head into the tube TV and it like explodes and kills her. And then her body is just hanging Hanging. out of this tube TV. Her feet are off the ground. And it is like just the view of her sitting there. I think I posted it on our Instagram, by the way, um, at Real Movies Real Men. Um, And uh, you can, if you flip through some of the images I posted from Saws Giving, you'll see that one and just that still image looks awesome it really does it's incredible and but, it's pretty haunting too like just that she's hanging there by her head yeah like but that's yeah gross. so
0: there was you mentioned the uh the debater kid who's all silent now oh yeah freddie like in his dreams like he appears as like a hot chick and she's kind of on his bed over top of him the the debater kid and then she he like bites the kid's tongue and rips out his tongue (laughs) and uses the tongue to tie him down to the bed so as if he's like like being tied down literally by his own
1: tongue (laughs) this
0: is the debater kid that is so fucking brilliant when you break it down <laughs> like if someone was hardcore into debating like they would have like I imagine their biggest fear would be having like a, a momentary lapse on stage or like or stage yeah, you're fright not, in not general, being, yeah, being being tongue tied being li- being and he gets literally tongue tied in it and this it's is where maybe it, too on point but it's so schlocky that I love it. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah.
1: It's it's definitely I mean you this is all schlock like even the first one has but it's quality stuff. Schlock. but it's yeah it's this real high grade schlock yeah <laughs> premium triple A cut sirloin schlock <laughs> yeah, absolutely um, <laughs> so uh, yeah and then like but then the bed kind of disappears from under him and he's like just being held over a fire over a fire <laughs> like, like, like the, the ground opens oh. up and like you see down this cavern into like hell and Freddy Krueger's just got him down there and he's like roasting him over like a fire yeah like, it's great
0: he's, yeah, he's being roasted like someone on stage being debated would be roasted and his tongue is literally tying him down. Oh, that's
1: <laughs> so great. And they don't really call attention to it at all. Like, no, they it's don't. Just, it's gotta, just the way they kill him. you got to kind of come to that realization. If you'd like, missed the line about him being a debater, like you'd just think it was a creative it's way just to kill weird, him. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, weird, yeah. Oh, that's weird.
0: Really abstract. Yeah, almost. yeah,
1: yeah. So so that uh, worked pretty good. The other
0: one that was great, this this one kid who was known, oh, he was known one, in the oh institution. Oh, Oh, my God. I forgot about this. This is probably my favorite one. Even the TV one is really this good. This one is Oh, this one. I couldn't watch it. I can't even. horrific and clever. Yeah, going to take off his head to go to the bathroom.
2: bathroom. Clever yet <laughs> again. Escape
0: this. This kid, who's he's known in the institution for being a sleepwalker. I think they all just call him sleepwalker because he's just always waking up in the middle of the night, walking around the institution. It's a really open institution because none of them are violent, so he'll just be like walking around the halls and stuff.
1: Um, Not a great idea because of what happens <laughs> could happen <laughs> while he's sleepwalking. <laughs> <laughs> so Freddie in the dream, like, starts like ripping out. Tendons
0: his or like ligaments, or, and ligaments or veins or s- out of his arm and and him up like a marionette and starts walking him through the halls and it's just great practical it's, effects. It, it's is
1: horrific. It's like really it is gross. Like it is so gross to think about. Looked painful.
0: It's like you could you even could his feet. Feel.
1: His feet like so. It's like come come down his leg and it's yeah. like ended at his foot and it's moving his feet and stuff. It's the and
0: kind of thing watching that's like man. You can almost. feel feel the pain that he's you going through while it, watching. You can feel it, yeah.
1: Just hurt. fantastically horrific. And then he like marionettes him up to a bell tower and chucks him off the edge. And then everyone yeah. just sees him but jump, what's, what's jump to his death. But what's great is
0: he's, he's being marionetted around and we see the horrific side of it and he's like screaming in pain or whatever. But then it cuts to like what everyone else is seeing, Him just, t- just walking around with his arms out like very Franken-style like. Like he's just sleepwalking like a doofus. Yeah. Like he's not <laughs> screaming in pain or anything. They're like, oh, there he goes again. There he goes
1: again, you know. And yeah. Like I told you not to sleepwalk. You like, get what
0: you deserve, kid. <laughs> <laughs> like you say, Freddie marionettes him up to the top of this like, giant tower in the institution and makes it look like he committed suicide.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty oh, insidious. That's great. Yeah, so like the first one and the third one are actually horrifying. Yes, like I wasn't scared, but like those are like the they're not one, just
0: the third one. Dapples a bit more schlocky than the first one. It's funny when you think about it, like how oddly grounded the first one feels. Yeah. Because other than cutting his own fingers
1: off and his arms growing long, he doesn't do anything Did we talk about wacky. the arms growing long? Because no, I, I loved so. that part of Freddie. So he's like, his arms... like this with is in his, the first one. His sweater starts to look kind of like a bunched up accordion and then his arms just go way out, like yeah. 10 feet to either side. And something about the practical effect just looks awesome. And he's just kind of walking around with his arms like up like he's a boogeyman going, ooh, well, I'm going to scare you. I think it's you. because
0: it's very dream-like feeling it actually kind of looks a little goofy on top of looking scary but
1: it also just has a feeling of like this is the kind
0: of thing that you would
1: see like it's very film. hard to place where the arms are because yeah. they're like they don't look like like they're kind of buried in that cloth and it's like it, that's i mean that's something that we noticed on the good movies here where like where um the movies capture the way a dream feels real good so there, there there's, a, there's a scene... That's in
0: the-, the best thing. that That's when the Elm Street movies are on point. When yeah. they're capturing that feeling of being in a nightmare, there's, that's when they're really hitting so it.
1: There's a scene where this... Chick is trying to run away from Freddy Krueger in the house, and she runs up this the stairs. Chick. that was Nancy Thompson. <laughs> that was Nancy. From the sorry, I couldn't remember. I just remember the the, the thing. And uh-huh. uh, so she's trying to run up the stairs, but every time she takes a step, her foot sinks into like a marshmallow yeah, in the stairs. Yeah, she just can't like make
0: it up the stairs. Yeah, so
1: she just is like, it's just like she's running in slow motion, trying yeah. to get up. And I was watching that, going, "That's exactly what a yeah, dream yeah." Who hasn't feels had like. that
0: feeling, even if it's not like a nightmare? But who hasn't, who hasn't had that feeling of being in a dream and you're trying to run and you just you're just just not going spot. fast. Just not going fast or not going anywhere at all. And They, oh, they nailed it they, so.
1: They really did. That yeah. is
0: when the Elm Street series is on point, when they're nailing the feeling of an actual nightmare.
1: But yes. Yeah, so you But even. in your dreams, you don't look down and there's marshmallows in the stairs. Yeah. but but So the I, the fact that they came up with that to make you yeah, feel that yeah. way, because it's not something that you would see, but it does feel like a dream. That's brilliant. Well, I don't know it, how it, they, they did that. If they just
0: that. had the actress like running in one spot and she wasn't
1: moving, that would look bad. <laughs> that would look so willing dumb. i almost to
0: bet that's probably what they did and they were like, nah, this isn't working. This isn't this good. This isn't working. We got to do something more. We yeah. got to elaborate more on they this. They didn't
1: uh, think about that for the future ones. So. No. <laughs> um, so the main conflict in... The third Elm Street, other than yeah, all these, you know, retarded kids or whatever. Um, <laughs> they uh is they have to bury Freddy's bones.
0: Yeah, well, uh, to, so to defeat him before you get to that, okay. the reason On. they find out. Uh, oh yeah. Oh man, one of our favorite lines is coming up here. Best, best line in the series. Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, they talk to like some random. Sp- Non. None. <laughs> like, they don't even know if she's they're yes. talking to a real person or a ghost or something. I don't even very, know how they
1: came upon her. Like I, She was just, she in was just the, there.
0: In the institution, I guess. Uh, and she explains to, uh, I think, one of the dads, or like Nancy Thompson's dad, maybe. Some dad of some sort. Uh, that they explain where Freddie came from and that he was, I think, born in this very institution like many years ago and that there was some like helper, nurse, nun lady uh and that she was she was raped by a hundred like uh, like psychopath like mental patient institutes <laughs> and, and she says like he's the bastard son of a hundred maniacs <laughs> <laughs> like, oh wow that's such a great line it was a pretty
1: grotesque story too and then oh, it's, it's horrifying don't you figure out you find out at the end that the nun is actually the woman the mom, woman, yeah, the mom that's and that's Freddie's mom, mom. Or, uh, was it sh- at the end of the third one or was it in another movie I think that, they that, that revealed was further the
0: because they start to reveal more and
1: they start to reveal too much anyways uh, we were killing ourselves over that line like that it was, was a an great inc- line it's one of those lines
0: where you look it's it's like it's like when a heavy metal album cover does its thing proper, where it's ridiculous, but also it's the kind of thing where you look over each other and high five at the same time. It's like, <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. That is awesome. Ridiculous, <laughs> but that is awesome. But anyway, she explains that in order to truly defeat Fre- and this is what would have made this this series great if it was a trilogy, or actually just the first and third movie, and they just ended it right there. Right. Because this felt like like the actual conclusion to Freddy, but it just keeps going. She explained that it's like uh, his his body was never proper properly buried or whatever, and it needs to be buried in in hallowed ground.
1: Super schlocky.
0: Very schlocky, but it works very schlocky because the third one is pretty schlocky. Yeah. It's schlocky in a fun way, and that is a fun schlocky thing. So they got to find his bones in the, the place that he was burned alive and actually go get some holy water and make some hallowed ground and bury him there. Gives
1: him a little bit of a mission. It was a
0: nice set of rules that they introduced that actually felt like, okay, this works in a schlocky horror.
1: But how are you supposed to bury Fred's bones? If his bones bury you. Freddy's going to defend himself if you try to bury his bones. I think they had a really cool... So they try to bury him and then his skeleton just forms itself out of the ground and starts fighting them or something. Um, That's
0: maybe when it starts to dip almost too much into schlock territory, but it reminded me of Army of Darkness. Yeah, was it stop stop motion or was it... Some of it, yeah. Yeah,
1: okay, yeah. It was pretty pretty cool, but yeah, again, I was like, uh, okay, I think that was probably one of the weaker plot points. um,
0: Of the third uh, one, yeah, for sure. Because it's schlocky. The thing that made it passable is that it was fun. Yeah, if totally. it wasn't fun it would be oh okay
1: okay let's move along so we got four five and six I think we're gonna have to basically cover in almost one fell swoop uh, I'm,
2: I'm not well really... we were talk while you were um relieving yourself we were talking about <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is so long. Each of us That's has absolutely. had to escape. Yeah, it's true. That's the first
1: time so, I have I think I've ever seen Andy take a piss break. Yeah, in this the is amazing.
2: Uh, um, so we are talking about how they sort of everything blends into one. Yeah.
1: And well, At least four, five, and six blend into one movie. It's like, insane. I had, to, I had to take notes to figure out. I know, so number five is Son of Freddy because he has that's the one where he's got this weird baby that he's, he baby. impregnates some chick and then, oh, uh, yeah. and then she's growing that's Freddy's right. baby. And I forgot about that. She's going to the ultrasound. Thanks for reminding and, me. Yeah, so that was number five was Freddy's baby. So I remember that. Um, I don't remember at all what happens in number four. I have a full page of notes. That describes plot points, and I still don't know any. Okay, I don't me, recognize give any. Give me, of me them. what. Give me what. Um, it says uh, so for number four, it says Alice goes into the movie and sees herself as an old waitress. <laughs> 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 I think that was one. No, I'm I drawing she,
2: a blank there, too.
1: Uh, I th- no, I think there was uh, Alice. So they got new characters in number four, five, and six. So there's no more. I, I think Nancy Thompson shows up in like the seventh one.
2: Right. Um, yes. Or something like that. She doesn't show up for a while.
1: So. Uh, so I, know, so I know that there's a new character and I think it's played by Patricia Arquette who is Oh, a t-
2: that's right. She's in
1: that one. Yeah, and she's a total fucking babe in, the, in this movie. Like, you know, she's not, she's not usually typically my type at all, but man, is, is yeah, Patricia it's Patricia. Yeah,
0: weird for you to say because she's not 400 pounds. Yeah,
1: so uh, she is a, no, wait. a super babe in this. So Freddie's, what happens in number four? Like, I cannot Guys, that remember. Wasn't,
2: that wasn't Patricia Arquette. What? Oh. <laughs> oh, so no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. Okay, so- Oh, it's Patricia Arquette's in number three. And then yes, she gets poorly recast. in character. the character. Okay, well, everything I said, oh, just apply right. that to this is, number three.
0: Oh, my gosh. Man, four, four falls <laughs> this is just a-
2: last week.
0: Four falls apart so fucking hard. Because <laughs> it felt like uh, if you're going to kill off Nancy Thompson and the way they concluded Freddie's death, it felt very conclusive to the series. Yes. But then they're like, well, these things are fucking making money, so let's just keep on rolling. Who do we got? We killed off Nancy Thompson, and we don't want to make some schlocky thing where she comes back from the dead, which maybe they should have, but they didn't. So you had Patricia Arquette's character who had survived the third one, and she was a likable enough protagonist. She was similar enough to Nancy that you could probably pass the torch baton, so to speak, whatever. Yeah, she was likable. But... They recast her with an actress that looks nothing like her. So it just felt like <laughs> you're watching a completely
1: different... It's blonde chick. Kind of blonde. It just felt
0: like you're watching a completely different character.
1: Yeah, and she didn't feel the same or like emulate her really in any meaningful way. And
0: then on top of that... She dies, and the protagonist's torch gets passed off to friend of Patricia of not Patricia Arquette. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking
1: far detached. It's like, let's get this straight. Yeah, that was 40 minutes into the movie. I took a note of when that happened. 40 minutes in, the recast for Patricia Arquette dies, it gets taken over by someone else. The series, our protagonist is Nancy
0: first friend of Nancy Thompson's friend. Like it's just so fucking Recast It's been recast It's just so far detached But finally I was just reading Just before we started Recording here uh, The actress that plays Patricia Arquette's friend Our new protagonist (laughs) Her name in real life Is Tuesday Night Night? Oh yeah, we were talking about that because we, we saw that about in the that. credits.
1: Yeah, we did oh, talk yeah. about that. It was awesome. I don't even remember that. I was that, saying, what a cool name! I thought Knight that And Knight is was. spelled with a K, by the way. With a way. K. Tuesday yeah. Life. That's not a cool name. Yeah, I love it. That's a great that's a celebrity great. name. That's a great name. I've been trying to come up with celebrity names, man. Oh, I had guys, Tuesday I just looked her
2: something. up on Wikipedia. Her her name isn't actually Tuesday Night. It's Melody Night.
0: No, that's her. Yeah. But she's had her like her Hollywood name is Tuesday. Like that's what she gets credited as. That's very that's very typical. That's like Nick Cage or a like. But that's not her actual
1: name. So. I have no idea what the fourth one is about. They're kind of fighting Freddy. <laughs> I remember there's a scene where not Patricia Arquette Ooh. goes to the theater and gets
2: sucked into no, the movie. No, I remember the scene where... <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm just remembering. I just remember the scene it, where she like shows up at work after a dream. Where like, did she work? At the diner. That was that movie, right? Oh, is it the fifth one? Yes. You don't remember the diner? <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the <laughs> biggest <laughs> blank look on his face right now. <laughs> I don't what know. What a disaster.
1: So,
0: this, yeah, this was, morale was dropping steadily here. Yeah, what's your guys' prediction was, for oh, morale at the end of number four? By the end of it, four equals the average, four. it had to have dipped down to a, a
1: four at the highest. It's a 4.5. Oh, wow, that's average. shocking. Shock. I think shocking. Josh was keeping us up. Yeah, Josh, uh, Josh is overly
2: Josh. inflated. You've yeah. been getting lots of, lots of mentions of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, troll Josh.
1: <laughs> so the only real notes, the only thing I noticed about this movie uh, that we all noticed was, I think every 12 minutes there was a funeral in the fourth That's the fourth right. I, there were so many funerals and it. it's like we already had like a funeral in the first one. It's because like, they, <laughs> they, they took the three characters that were mental
0: inst- mental patients from right, the they killed previous them. one and they killed them all off. Oh, that's how off. the
1: fourth one started. Yeah, And
0: they, they, then they, yeah. as they kill them off, they show a funeral for each individual one. <laughs> just over that and over. doesn't drive
1: the plot forward. <laughs> no. It's just a funeral.
0: It's like, look, we know these characters. They were friends. They're all friends. We know that they're mourning their death. We only, need to see maybe two seconds of one funeral. So, we don't need to
1: see all their individual
0: funerals.
1: If I can quickly summarize then Nightmare on Elm Street 4 is there's these four or five survivors. Freddy kills most of the survivors and then not Patricia well, Arquette comes to try to fix it and so kill him. So
0: w- the, the theme of it was, and this is a reoccurring problem in the Elm Street franchise, is new Freddy rules. Like all these new rules that were never established oh, in the God. first and one. and there's more than enough rules don't already. don't make any sense. They, they started with that in the second one where the Guys he's using this kid to transform himself into the real world. Now All Freddy these can dumb rules that don't, that don't play into the dream monster that he is. And now this, this one, if you recall, I almost guarantee you forgot this. It took me a while to remember this. This one was called the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. And not Patricia Arquette, uh, her friend, sorry, not Patricia Arquette's friend, i protagonist. the protagonist. <laughs> Holy shit, uh, she is for some reason every time... I can't Fre- even picture Every her. time Freddy kills one of the people from the previous movie, uh she gains their dream powers Oh
1: yeah this, this and is And she such- uses oh. the dream
0: powers to fight Freddy and most oh, of the movie right. is just nothing happening characters get killed. I actually like and that she premise. She requires an ability. I think It's maybe not the worst premise. It's over the top. But the problem is you're adding all these new rules where it's just like, why is this a thing? Like, Why is she acquiring their dream powers? This is so stupid. It doesn't tie into Freddy and and what makes Freddy fun at all. And this character, not Patricia Arquette's friend, by the way, is just a boring sack of potatoes. She is so fucking Is there a
1: black chick in this one? Uh... The oh there was an awesome death where Freddy like sucks this chick's body out of her like he oh, like yeah. like, he, he like he he like he like was that I don't know if he's kissing one. her or something but he like sucks out like
2: he it's oh, like Oh
0: yeah that was the nerdy engineer chick. Yeah yeah it's like Raiders of the Lost Ark She had that shit. random device for no reason that Oh that was the, that
2: was the sixth Was that the sixth I <laughs> think that was the sixth one.
0: <laughs> no, that's definitely the fourth one cuz she was one of the kids like, she acquired her engineer oh, shoot. her smart <laughs> and her and then, no. she, and then she's just
1: like a like a you know a, a corpse with no moisture like it's been sucked yeah, out that was kind of cool. cool. Um yeah, and the other got you know, all about it. The only other thing I remember is that Freddie gets beaten by a mirror at the end of the fourth one. She like <laughs> <laughs> that that look. I uh, don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, in the cathedral, right? Yeah, he's are fighting him in the, the mirror. No, I, I saying, like literally no. don't even remember. Like I just I just know that there was a mirror that, yeah, that she, she tricks this, him with a mirror.
0: They all start to blur, and I, I, at least part of it, I can't help but feel is contributed by just the detachment of the protagonist we all had. It's like we're we're not, yeah. like, it started, we were following now a B-side character, but now we're following friend of a B-side character. It's like, so, this is like a D-side character. Nobody <laughs> fucking cares about, and, more. The and ir- she's boring. An F- the irony of character. that, too,
2: is the, the four, five, the, especially four and five, the movies became, like, massive in their visual visualness because like, they were, like just had like crazy sets and everything like that, and yet well, we cared less the and less. Probably because like the
0: budget was going up. The budget was going up, but quality was going down. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the irony of that. We need to talk about the quality of my notes at this point. <laughs> <As> <laughs> so, they well, is your morale? So, well, yeah. <laughs> if I if I go back if I go back to <laughs> who night, would have thought if I go back to Nightmare on Elm Street number one, here's one of my notes. It'd be great if if Lance was always pulling out switchblades. Yeah. You know, listen, lady, I'm trying to get some sleep. Good right? note. Good note. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is my this is my note from a, a, no, a random note from Nightmare on Elm Street number five, Milo Yanopolis. <laughs> i know exactly what that's about <laughs> we'll talk about that in five because that's uh, awesome I, can we move on to five uh shitters full it. yeah these are all th- four five and six are like good, they're all good. together they're be glossed we're not ahead. gonna we're not well, let's gonna get segment let's get into, get into this uh what, what what the hell was i talking about milo yannopoulos okay so we're, so we're moving like on it. to the
0: fifth here again morale like four was a steady drop because it was so boring and nobody cared about the protagonist morale dropped heavy uh the thing is... We I at? just remembered a very
1: important note. About four or five. No, no, about the whole thing. Okay, okay. just uh, Okay, in, I can
0: hold on to In regards it. to it's, Milo, before we yeah, forget. Yeah, I can hold on to it. Is there... If anyone in knows... In regards to Milo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: in, in regards If to anyone Milo.
0: knows who Milo Yiannopoulos is, he's like a right-wing provocateur. He he's says things... He's considerably
1: more controversial than anything we say on here about trans people, so... yeah. <laughs>
0: And he's he's like, he's a gay dude, but he's got a black, British, gay dude. British accent. So he always, like, everything he says kind of sounds like it's good, but he's just saying stuff to piss people <laughs> off. And then people are really fucking <laughs> They hate him. hate him. And there's just a character in the fifth one that looks exactly like, and I couldn't not see Milo <laughs> Yiannopoulos because he had this exact same haircut and, like, same smile, grin, and not the same voice at all, but couldn't help but think of them.
1: So we're not going backwards despite me mentioning the first one because this is a theme throughout all of them. Yeah. And this and this is the this is the the nightmare on Elm Street trope. It's it's a nightmare on Elm Street only trope. Okay. Stay awake and watch me. Oh yes. <laughs>
2: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so this goes
1: back to the first That's one right. yeah. and uh, she goes, sure, yeah. right. She sets her 20 minute timer and she's going to yeah. set all the traps. And then she's, and she says to Johnny Depp, stay awake and watch me. So if you start seeing me get murdered, wake me up. This happens, it must happen 12 times throughout the entire franchise. It happens, it happens so, so happens much. Multiple it times. It was fine the first time. <laughs> it was fine the first time. And every <laughs> like single every damn time, him, time yeah. this happens, <laughs> the works. guy falls asleep and isn't there to wake him up. And it happens every single time. Yeah. It's like as soon as you're, yeah, you got to stay awake and watch me and so wake dude, me just up. stay awake for. 20 minutes. <laughs> the, no one can stay awake for even
2: 20 so they, what minutes. What they needed is the Cinco sleep-watching chair. Yes.
1: <laughs> like anytime time that you hear stay awake and watch me, we're like, okay, he's definitely falling asleep. This franchise this is, is
0: nothing but funerals and people watching other people sleep. Yes,
1: <laughs> or not watching other people sleep. <laughs> failing they're to they're watch falling, Yeah, sleep. failing to watch other people sleep. Uh, here's another uh, note that I have from number five. Uh, Shitters fall
3: <laughs> what? I don't remember this at all.
1: <laughs> I have no idea what that means. It was was there a shit scene in like that the beginning of number five or something? Like was there something to do with poop?
0: I have not not um, memorably uh, overflowing. I
1: have almost no memory of this movie.
0: It's completely.
2: the it, it, I remember five being just so much going on. It was just like I know visual stimuli of, after visual stimuli well, I know and the base around.
0: Of, I know the base of what it was about, but it's, I don't remember anything specific. Number five was unhappily. Son of Freddy. Yeah, which sounds like a oh, lot of right. fun. Yes, yeah. so we, we talked a little bit about that while like
1: you were this. in the shitter's full. Um, mm. Okay, I think the Good. only relevant right. thing about number five is what do you think morale was?
0: We were down. We were below. Yeah, it must have been close to two. Hard. Cause you gotta remember. Well, I, by, was, by, by I was. The, so, you were
2: yours. I was probably at point five of that one.
0: By this one, you gotta remember. By this one, not only have we been watch, we've just finished watching five movies, which is a lot of movies to watch. In even general, if, even no, if they all, even if they were all good, that's a lot of movies to watch in a row. Yes. The thing is, too, is that four and five both being horrifically bad means not only have we just finished watching five movies but the last two were horrifically bad so that's three hours we can't sh- even remember what happened that's in them. three hours <laughs> straight of just misery so
1: here's the question is if these movies were better would we have remembered what happened or is this just fatigue
0: well that's a fantastic that's question that's a great <laughs> if you recall, philosophical question if you recall from last year's Saw's Giving it was four and five that broke us it well. was yeah it, it was, was the exact
1: at, same scenario it was
0: at the fifth one I think the Fourth or the fifth for sure. Where I had that like half hour where I lost the ability to retain information, <laughs> like I was f- paying attention and just nothing was soaking yeah, in. Yeah, like you're asking had me no questions. I remember. I
1: remember. On. I admitted how the tables had turned at that point, and I was the expert on what was happening. That on the definitely
0: <laughs> happened again. And i remember mean, if you recall, I've, I've. Coined, I took a sleep during coined, coined five, oh, so oh, that's missed, right. Yeah. I've coined that the Ready Player One syndrome because ready because it took four and five Saw movies and four or five Nightmare on Elm Street movies to get to that point. It only took one Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <gets> <laughs> That's um, great.
0: That definitely happened again. The only thing I remember is just the basics of the plot. Is that not Patricia Arquette's friend? She's still the protagonist <laughs>
1: <laughs> for three movies. We're, we're two, still talking about only five. Two, right? she she only two six. Movies. No, she's, no, not, she's not in the six. Oh, okay. uh,
0: I don't think. Anyway, uh, for some reason, she becomes dream impregnated by Freddy, and she's seeing visions of their son getting corrupted by Freddy and freddie's trying to corrupt the son but not in real life memory. this isn't a real person oh and
1: at the end of the movie there's like a, an 8-year-old freddie's son who betrays him and stuff yeah he's that kid from Jurassic Park who who questions yes, grant that's and he right. goes he goes the velociraptor <laughs> doesn't seem that scary and then grant like yeah. grabs the little claw and pulls it across his fat stomach and everyone remembers it's like one of the first scenes in Jurassic Park or whatever and he's this little that little movie. black-haired what <laughs> You've never seen Jurassic Park? Are you being serious? <laughs> yes.
0: That's what the very f- strange. And not because like it's the greatest movie <laughs> ever made, but it's like one of the most iconic, everyone saw this as a kid movie. Yeah,
2: it's like- it's, I don't know how I missed it. Because I was like in the-
1: What the fuck? <laughs> what the, that's
0: fucking great. I'm, I'm not sure you realize how crazy this is. There's a lot of times we'll be hanging out with Mark who's been on this on this show before for the It the episode. The It episode? Because he'd uh, actually
1: read the It books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like <laughs> he hasn't
0: seen like some movies like RoboCop and- Haven't uh, seen that. Army Darkness, Evil Dead, whatever. But those that's those not ones, that crazy. That's not too crazy because we're starting to hit a point where those movies are really old. But Jurassic Park was like a staple of everyone's in our Childhood. age range. I know you guys are a little bit younger than me, but you're not. No, that it wasn't much mine younger. too. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, like, I'm, I'm saying you're not. I remember not the Happy Meal toys,
2: like the marketing. But I never I saw the marketing. I never saw well, the film.
0: good for you. It still holds up and I do recommend really it. It's really good. I, I want to watch it. Don't touch any of
1: the sequels, dear god. Okay. The first one is I mean, this group. guy hadn't even seen a Quentin Tarantino movie till like 2 weeks <sighs> yeah, ago fun. when I watched How it. Am I this I watched, podcast, we watched we watched <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's insane. So, um so the morale that I Oh
2: the, I just loved your reaction. Yeah, so they had, so
1: she turns that kid on on Freddie or whatnot. Um the morale I that, remember next to nothing specifically okay. about this movie. The morale I had, I had Josh at a five, which was very generated for number that's, five. That's he's, ridiculous. He's just a troll. Josh is just, he's I just think a I remember calling guy. him out and saying, That's ridiculous. I yeah, I pulled him, out. him aside outside. <laughs> Listen, we need to talk yeah, for a yeah,
2: this is... I did that. I actually did that. <laughs> you did that? <laughs> <laughs> that's not, not a joke. I did that. I was like calling him out on that.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Dave was at a two, and I was at a four. You were at a 3.5, so I'm surprised I was higher I'm than you. I'm actually
0: surprised. I was going to say I remember feeling like a 3, but 3.5 is not too far off. Yeah, so
1: we were all going around, and Jono said, I'm at a 0 out of 10. <laughs> 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 so so things, things were not looking so hot for John. <laughs> I was real hungry, too, I should admit. Yeah, I'm getting pretty hungry right now, actually. My morale is...
0: Being uh, miserable is part of the Saw's giving oh. ex- journey,
1: really. So Elm Street 6... Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare.
0: That's what it's called. Is The Final Nightmare. Yeah. It's important but, to note here cuz it's not The Final It does not series.
1: say Nightmare on Elm Street though in the title. Yeah. It just the t- So all the other ones say Nightmare on Elm Street number and then the and, you know Dream Team or whatever the, the, yeah, you know, the name so is. Yeah, whatever stupid names they come up. Nightmare on Elm Street 6 just it just flashed Freddy's Dead on the screen, <laughs> and then it said the final <laughs> I was like, what spoiler the fuck? Alert. Is this
0: some like knockoff and you of know Nightmare funny? They Elm do actually go back to Elm Street in the sixth one.
1: Yeah. So, it's it's, it's fine not like, what could call they, they not get yeah. the rights to it? Like, they, I don't know. It's totally, dumb. Like, Just it, a bunch it, of stupid producers. Freddy's Dead. Like, it sounds like some weird late 90s Tom Green movie, like Freddie Got Fingered or some shit. Like, that's such a weird, it was a really weird title. I think it's the biggest problem that I have. So this is the one. This is the one where they go to some rinky-dink town where there's no kids and it's all like adults and all their kids have died from nightmares.
0: All right? new set of protagonists. Yeah, all too. new set of protagonists. So this is just no one now.
1: I honestly, I don't think I really want to talk much about it. Um, there's a couple fun. There's movies. a few. One point I want to make is that this was a 3D movie. That was one of the fun <laughs> so, yeah. so, so there were <laughs> there were quite a few sections of things flying at the screen, and of course, we did not watch it in 3D. Well, what's, of course.
0: What's really funny? It must have been. I'm going to say going to guess around an hour ish into the movie I think Jono, you were probably on like wikipedia or yeah, something Yeah it, was,
2: it says it says the last 10 minutes yeah. of the film Oh it's just the last It's 10 like not even last. it's it's like a tiny well, the thing is, action. like, you pointed
0: out, you're like, oh, this was filmed for, with some 3D elements. Like, you had pointed that fact out to us, and as soon as you did, it just became immediately <laughs> apparent because there's just so <laughs> many scenes of things just being pushed in front of your face <laughs> for no real reason. It never looked cool because, uh, like you say, we're not watching it in 3D, so. And we had no, this is a real failure of 3D movies. Like, if you're watching it years later and you don't know that it was intended for a 3D audience, there's, there's just, like, weird framing of stuff, like yeah. people holding their cup up to the camera. And like, <laughs> Like and <laughs> frame somehow. Well, it like <laughs> went that's through really this
2: bizarre. like tubular thing, and then these like oh, ghost yeah, things yeah, just it goes appeared into, like Freddy's brain, and they like that's right, and they <laughs> they like appeared, but they like didn't really move well with the background. They were just like superimposed on, and then they like came towards the screen for no reason.
0: <laughs> well, to be fair, this like obnoxious uh, just shoving of 3D in your face had a pretty big payoff if you recall the mm. final freddy death of, well what's supposed to be the final oh that freddy was an death.
1: awesome death
0: it's like so this is this is intended this is the final freddy movie cuz it's the final nightmare the thing one big complaint I'll say I have about the whole series is that because Freddy just becomes too invincible to the point where he's not compelling for them to fight anymore yeah. because he just, he always comes back. They can never defeat him. They never set any rule that they set about how to defeat him. He just ends up coming back every time. And now they're finally billing. This is going to be the thing that kills. They're finally going to defeat Freddy after six, four terrible movies and two good ones. Finally, they're going to defeat him. And it's the wackiest, goofiest, like just laugh out loud Stupid death scene and it's, ever seen, it.
1: and it's not someone coming up to Freddy and stabbing him again, like happens every movie. People are constantly trying to stab Freddy with knives and like yeah. loose pieces of rebar, and he's always like, "Yeah, that doesn't do anything to me." Did they bury his bones
0: in hallowed ground?
1: <laughs> and they're still trying to like shoot him with guns and knives and stuff. <laughs> it's not gonna work, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know why they just they just keep trying it, and every every movie they try to stab him more and. It's it's like, stabbing is not the way to go with Freddy. Like, at least no. cut something off. Anyways, this final death. It's like they build up a whole franchise toward this unkillable guy's fine.
0: Like, we're going to kill him off. This is it. The big, climactic ending. And it's like a fucking Tim and Eric bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: on the nose, it's like a Tim and Eric
1: Yeah, bit. We, I remember we had to rewind it and watch it again because it was so funny. It was incredible. Yeah. And because I missed it. Yeah, and because you missed it. <laughs> You're we looking at real estate or some shit. But it's something
0: like, sh- she explodes Freddy somehow, right? Like a dyna- stick of dynamite or something? I say yeah, she, so again,
1: basic premise. She sticks dynamite in him, like in his rib cage, but she does like a weird like ninja spin to like Get it into yeah. him like like a karate chops like, but she's got dynamite and like sticks it into his chest or so something. So the basic
0: premise, just so you know, who we're talking about, we say she because this is not Nancy Thompson, it's not Patricia Arquette, it's not friend of Patricia Arquette. No, this it's is,
1: not not Patricia Arquette yeah. or friend of not Patricia <laughs> <Yes>. Arquette. This <laughs> is.
0: Freddy's, we learned that Freddie had a wife and daughter, and this is his daughter g- grown
1: up who's. Oh my out God, who I totally forgot about this. And for some He's, and she's going to gonna be him. his protege. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> <laughs> so she, I don't remember a lot of this one either. How many Jason proteges do you think there's going to be? I don't, Jason, you can't make it through one of these series without getting some proteges involved. Well, we'll find out next yeah, year. Yeah, I guess we'll find out next <laughs> um, year, maybe. So
0: she's killing Freddie. I don't remember why or how their relationship soured because I just don't. Remember this movie at all, other than that basic detail and this Tim and Eric moment. Tim and Eric came in and directed this final scene.
1: Uh, Yeah, she are you going to describe this explosion? She sticks
0: dynamite at him. (laughs) He explodes, and then like you see again all this like just random crap flying at the screen. But then like a horribly almost like photoshopped cut off of Freddy's like laughing head comes like like eight of them come flying
1: by oh yeah screen. that was
0: freaking weird <laughs> it, and he it was so bizarre and it just the animation for it just it flies straight,
1: straight at the camera
0: like terrible, Freddy's this head. is early 90s animation and not even animation it's just like weird honestly Photoshop you're just gonna in. have
2: to look it up it's hard nothing to describe we, yeah. yeah, there's nothing I can do I to do justice of um, the description yeah uh, I also just remember the video game sequence in that movie yes um, which was fun it brief- was a Made a, it.
1: it was a made. I don't up, remember why it was
0: happening. Brecklin, I think
2: Brecklin like Myers character. I love how that he was in the movie. Um, <laughs> Whoever the fuck? Brecklin the fuck Brecklin Myers? Brecklin Myers was. Yeah.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> he was in Who so many terrible
2: about? movies at the turn of the millennium. I always remember those people. Um, um, <laughs> but, uh,
1: it was like a Nintendo era Mario esque video game that clearly was made yeah, like up side for scroller. Freddy thing, and Freddy would go into the video game and like he'd be torturing people in it. Yeah. And then so they would go to sleep to face it in the video game so you're watching all this footage of video game footage and it actually was the most exciting part of the movie it was just because it was I don't know why but it, at least nostalgic I, I was engaged it somehow. was so bad it's funny that's why yeah but it was because four, four, like.
0: 4, 5 and most of 6 were just boring bad which is the worst kind of bad there's nothing funny about it Six. That was it. Dappled into some funny beds.
1: Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit weird. The it's only, not
0: hilarious. It's no, you know, it's not the room or anything. The only other thing that I it. thought
1: was incredible, another incredible kid death, was there was this deaf kid in um, in this final nightmare one who mm-hmm. is who is part of their group. So uh, when Freddie goes to fight him, oh, the, yeah. so the kid's deaf, and this kind of yeah. ties into the All third one where they're no. <laughs> where they're doing the thematic no. deaths. Oh, I hated that. Yeah, John, you Unplug your ears. <laughs> so this kid can't see. So Freddie. <laughs> First off, uses like an, a weird Q-tip thing and like shoves it right through his ear to out the other side. So the kid is like which is it's it's horrifying. It's actually one of the more memorable, disgusting deaths.
0: Yeah, that's the thing about these movies. Every now and then all, all these bad ones, four, five, six, and then eventually seven, two, uh, is they'll dapple a little bit into what Freddie makes great, but not near enough. It'll be like yeah. five minutes of him doing something with a Q-tip or
1: yeah. turning so, some lady into
0: a bug or whatever. So but, then
1: he gives this kid, he's like, Ah, oh, you want to hear, eh? So he gives him, he like he takes out his hearing aid and gives him this weird like pulsating like bug. Yeah, it's like a, it's aid. very Crono, it's, David Cronenberg. Yeah, knows. yeah, there, that's, those producers should have been watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to watch in Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and so basically it's the opposite of like being deaf. It's like, it's a hearing aid that amplifies everything like a million times. Yeah. So like a pin drop, like, you know, makes him oh, go insane. Fun. Yeah, oh, that was Yeah, that was really funny. And like, so, so like Freddie pulls out this chalkboard out of his pocket and then he pulls on like the left and right side yeah. and starts oh, lengthening the chalkboard. So now the so now this like half a foot large chalkboard yeah. is like five feet long. And then he grabs the top and the bottom and brings it up. So now oh he's got God. a giant chalkboard. <laughs> Yeah. And then he looks at the kid, and he's like, you know, twitching his eyebrows at him. Like, and then he just starts squealing his, yeah. his, his fingers that was on great. it, and the kid's on the ground just writhing, and it's the most comical, like, hilarious torture scene. Well, yeah, I
0: think that was like a, just a brief moment in that movie where they tapped into what makes Freddy an interesting uh, antagonist. In that, it's not that he, just that he kills you and that he's scary, but he also like. I don't want to say gets off, but like he definitely enjoys oh, he gets torturing off. Yeah. people. Like I thought there
1: was like a, he made a, a cum expression at one point where he was like he was so happy I to think be so. torturing somebody. Like I remember seeing that face.
0: Well, so this is this is so this is one thing that pisses me off about the reboot, which I have not seen at all. Uh, they make a Freddy not only is he a child killer, but he's also a child rapist pedophile.
1: Oh right, yeah, that was a huge mistake. And
0: so there's, so now Freddy is kind of known now. So apparently that was part of the original script for the original, but they removed it before. Yeah, because it's it's too dark. Because it's not that it's too, it's too dark. Also, it's Freddie is kind of on top of being a scary horror monster. He's also kind of fun. Yeah, like it's fun to see all these like, creative ideas of how he's going to kill him. So on top of you're not. Like a, with the Nancy Thompson ones where you're rooting for the protagonist, you're also rooting for how much fun Freddy is. Yes. But that all gets ruined if he's a protagonist. And now everyone If he's a pedophile. Of, yeah, yeah. If, if he's if he's a pedophile. Uh,
1: you're not rooting for a pedophile. No one can do yeah, it. Yeah, he's
0: no longer fun anymore. And now everyone knows him as that. But that was never a part of any of the original series. He makes some kind of quips about like, yeah, I think he says come at one point and And at, like when he... Kisses the kid, but he's just doing that to bite his tongue off. It's not that he's a pedophile, he was more just enjoying torturing them, like getting in people's head.
1: Yeah, he's more of a serial killer kind of guy. So
0: it's, it, it really ruined that, and that's all part yeah, of the it's reboot. No good. It, it's
1: like it infected the whole series. No good at all. Um, yeah. So then, like, he Freddie jumps up to, onto like a third story, and he's got a pin, and he drops yeah. it, and he's looking at the kid again. Oh, I'm gonna get you with this pin! And the kid's like, No, don't drop this pin! Yeah. And uh, so, like, once the pin hits the ground, it's of course gonna be so loud that the kid will, uh, you know, be writhing in agony. And so the kid jumps, and he grabs the pin, and then it looks back up to Freddie, and he's got a handful of like five thousand yeah. pins, and he just throws them on the ground, and the kids all up. Upset, and then the kid's head explodes. Yeah, that was <laughs> we
0: gotta be real careful here though because you're making uh the six months sound awesome and it's
1: really not. No, it's not. Just that one scene was yeah. kind of cool. Just, just, I- I just to that clarify was awesome. to people, it's
0: not as aw- it's it, that part is awesome, but it's like two it's, minutes it's of the movie. Yeah,
1: it's two minutes out of this hour and a half movie and the video game thing was two or three minutes too. And, and that wasn't even that good, it wasn't even that good. It was just not awful, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Before we get to seven and eight, even though I know we're running a little slim, we better do a boomer here. Okay, but okay. Baby so. boomers
2: are shit of the week. Trying Just to What's a- the c- morale number of this podcast, yeah. listeners? Yeah, yes,
1: it's going to be getting pretty low at this point. Um, <laughs> so that's why I got the boomer. So I think we took a break. At, oh, do we took a break after five and, and went up for dinner? There was a ten minute break
0: after. F- I think and yeah
1: we went out for dinner after five and so you know we need to take a break from
2: I feel like it was after six we went
0: I don't even know what else to say about seven and eight they were pretty cool but so baby boomers are shit this week because I've noticed they all all hmm? of them play shitty Facebook games like (laughs) Farmville and Candy Crush
1: yes now so on top or games that you've never heard of and and they invite you to join them in their game, and you I don't even know what that is.
0: But it's specifically, it's like a Facebook-style game. Yeah, yeah it's, a face- what, yeah, it's a
1: Facebook game that that they're always trying to make you sh- them share things with you. So I'm fine with
0: whatever people playing crappy video games. I find most Scrabble. I find most video games nowadays are pretty crappy, and I don't understand why people like them. But what pisses me off about boomers and these stupid Facebook games is that they all love criticizing younger generations for being addicted to video games and screens like why don't you just go outside more but then you see how much time they're logging into farmville and candy crush it's like listen here idiot you're just as addicted but you're just playing crappy games (laughs) like you're just playing the bottom of the barrel of video
1: games you you piece of shit junkies you're always you know using that fentanyl and all that shit (laughs) I went over to the dumpster over there. I picked out some heroin. <laughs> you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> that's the real stuff.
0: <laughs> but so it's even worse. Like you were saying, they'll. So, <laughs> one of the like the things about this game to get people like hooked and then and then engaged in their social media platform is like you can't play for too long unless you like get someone to send you like a wink or a like for their game and then that allows you to play more. Some some crap like that. I've never played yeah, any of these It's always games. that crap. But it's some fucking junk. Like I
1: can't play Bejeweled anymore, rounds of Bejeweled without paying for something. Yeah. It's a free game on every phone. Like You can download a hundred versions <laughs> of it. Like Why do you have to use this one version that makes you pay for so it? So
0: not only you're pissing and moaning about people, oh you're too addicted to video games, but then you're just going and playing crappy video games and now you're sucking me into it by sending me these fucking <laughs> invites for this shit to help you play this crappy game, more. and it's just, it's baffling and hilarious to me that they're so stupid they can't see the parallel to being addicted to games when they're addicted to the, like they're addicted to video games. They're just addicted to shitty ones. <laughs> uh, it reminds me a while back uh, at my work there was a bunch of employees that were just way into video games, and they actually brought like one of them brought I think like at the time, I think is the Nintendo Wii was the popular one, and they would brought it in so they could play on the, the TV in the lunchroom during their lunch break. And then I remember one of the fucking just other boomer employees, they were like, don't you see that you're just wasting your life with video games? Something like this it was a while ago. But I knew this person, and I always remember hearing them talk in the lunchroom about how much, like, just Garbage television. I would watch. Like they were always talking about like the newest episode of American <laughs> Idol. It's like who the fuck are you? To, like I, I, I look. I like shitting on people who identify as gamers as well because they're all annoying. But it's like you're in no position to judge. You're just wasting your life. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go catch the new episode of American Idol. Like, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. And that's why baby boomers this week. are shit. shit.
2: So, uh, taking care, of business, <laughs> taking care of business
1: every day. So our, our perfect pairing, of course, with our baby boomer segment is weathernetwork.com. The, so, the home of baby boomers. The home of baby boomers. So if you guys didn't know, we'd under we've un, uncovered the gold mine, which is the weathernetwork.com coffee break section. Comment section. Comment section. The comment
2: so, section of the coffee yeah. break.
0: At weathernetwork.com. So, yeah. So if you imagine what a type haven of haven of booby of baby boomers. Of yeah, booby boobers. Boomers.
2: Boomers. <laughs> uh, so <it's, laughs> of booby boomers. Can't even
1: talk. So I was giving. So they, so they so they always ask a question and then people vote on them. So this one is uh, the question is Russian cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin was the first human male to visit space. Who was the first woman? Um, so <laughs> the, to- that the was top that
0: worded with bad English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's where's
1: this part? Uh, uh, oh, there it is. So the first comment reads: "Some parts of a lot of ladies are out of this world."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: pretty good. I like that one. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I pretty... approve of that person. <laughs> and then uh, Wayne says, "She also was the first to get boinked."
0: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's more like a baby boomer combo <laughs>
0: What does that even mean? I, that's like... exactly it. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, uh, that's, pretty, that's pretty bizarre. So, um, well, I know it wasn't me, but I didn't know who it was. Have a good day, all. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it asks you a multiple why didn't choice you even question. comment?
0: <laughs> yeah, why did you? You just said a bunch of words and didn't say anything.
1: <laughs> also, Mark says, easily forgotten is the fact that Russians were here on the earth before the U.S., Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I don't even know what that, what does that really mean? Like, oof.
2: do you want to know what today's question is? Yes. Yes. I want to know today's question. Oh, well too bad. I have a slow iPad and it won't show me. Yeah. No. Well, today's question it was, is, that was quite would intense. you rather
1: drive your dream car and never pay for gas or be chauffeured around, but you have to pay for gas. And uh, and and Justin Patoot says, Justin Trudeau says, let the taxpayers pay for all of it. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Also,
2: today's question is so dumb.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, Francis says... You'll find most of them are. Francis B for Boomer, Francis Boomer, uh, comments... <laughs> I
0: think Francis B was one of the ones that would comment
1: on my post oh, yeah. before I was yeah, Before I you was got banned Exodus from weathernetwork.com. From
0: weathernetwork.com. Uh,
1: Francis B says... Afternoon. Hmm. <laughs> Don't have a dream car, just what fills my needs. But if I had the beans, a twin-engine Cherokee would be nice. What? Beautiful day out here, a little windy, but I'll take a sunny day anytime. Have yourselves a great Saturday. Listen, Smiley Francis face. B. Just because there's
0: a comment section doesn't mean you need to comment.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! A twin-engine Cherokee.
2: I don't even know what that means. I,
1: what is that? Why is there all two All the Cherokees engines?
2: I know have one engine in yeah, them. Yeah, you're, you're a car guy, yeah. too. I remember... Those, sh- it looks like Gunner replied to her comment um, and is alluding, to, <laughs> yes. is alluding to a plane.
1: He replies to Francis Boomer.
2: <laughs> yes, for sure. A <laughs> twin-engine Cherokee would be nice. I had signed up for flying lessons back in the day, end quote. But a week before the course was to start, I got posted overseas Quote, and I ain't been right since, (laughs) smiley face. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Why did you, what does that have to do with anything? Like they're all replying to each other and they're not even taught. Like, no, they're Kate's, not, they have no idea what they're, they're saying. They're just looking Kate at like, Sarganson oh, says, a comment section.
0: This is so fun. I'm going to comment <laughs> this. That doesn't make any fucking sense, but I think it's funny. I am the
2: only person in my group that is still able to drive. Yeah. Uh, Jacob <laughs> Jacob they're all dead.
1: <laughs> Jacob ladder comments, which is he like referencing Jacob's, Jacob's ladder, ladder. That movie. Uh, my dream car runs on good vibrations. <laughs> oh, wow, boy. this is amazing. Anyway, so that's uh, isn't it? And every day there's like hundreds of comments. There's it's hundreds. Incredible. Actually, I like this one from Brian. I want it to be priceless. I mean everything: gas, maintenance, insurance, tickets, etc. Right. <laughs> All right. Did you mean free or like, what do you,
0: Does priceless? he think that he's negotiating? This is just a hypothetical question, you idiot. <laughs> what? what does what he mean? How he do you get it to, to be this priceless? the weather
2: network? is not well, is it prominent on the front page? Because I had to like go in the news and. Yeah, it's not easy to find. Uh,
0: I—I I mean, you're looking through a tablet. I don't know if they have some shitty like—I don't know how—I don't know how it's presented on there. But I just remember seeing that stupid coffee break question. I saw that said comments. That was like on
2: the sidebars. Yeah. Was uh, like, okay. I I know.
0: Know. And then I thought, okay, this, I just remember clicking on the comments, thinking, what are people even commenting? Here? <laughs> and then I just found hundreds of comments, and then I thought, these are definitely all baby boomers. That's all I came to.
1: So I've got—I've got a pretty hard stop in like five or ten minutes here. So. Uh, I know. I need to get to the bakery to get so some let's, cheesecake. Uh, <laughs> Let's all learn about the three. We better okay, get through so soft seven and saw eight. Soft seven. We're <laughs> yeah. Seven
0: and eight were on the home stre- on Street, We're on the home so. stretch here, and we had actually heard that seven was like the highest reviewed other than the first, I think. So we were we were excited because four, five, and six, we just watched four and a half hours of bad movies. We're hearing seven is pretty good. The premise is fucking awesome. Yeah. So this sweet. is they didn't just have like Freddy Returns yet again. They had, well, I mean sort of, but it wasn't just in the in the universe Freddy Returns again. The actress that plays Nancy Thompson, the original protagonist, names Heather Langenkamp. Weird last name. Miss Langenkamp. Terrible. Yes, I remember um, they kept <laughs> saying that in this movie. Uh, she's playing a fictional version of herself. Like she's Heather Langenkamp playing Heather Langenkamp. L- playing, Na-
1: yeah. playing, playing Nancy. Yeah, playing Nancy Thompson. Playing
0: herself. She's not playing Nancy no, she's Thompson. Playing her. She's no, because they her. wanted
1: her to be in the movie though, and
0: she but, would play yeah, Nancy she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She so was. she's so. Wes Craven, the director of this movie and writer of the first and third, He's making this is in the movie he's making a new movie and he wants her to return as Nancy Thompson but then she starts getting like phone calls and dreams from Freddie haunting her in real life so the actress that plays Nancy Thompson is being haunted by Freddie, and that's what the movie about yeah. oh, I love
1: that premise It's mm-hmm. awesome that's I mean it's a good it, yeah.
0: way to return to a franchise that's been dormant for a We
1: while. could probably go into the whole plot a Even bunch of it plot dormant? points but I think like honestly that's enough to realize how It's like this great meta kind of thing
0: is that it's not it's not worth discussing too hard because the premise is the funnest part of it. It's yeah. mostly
1: boring. And it just plays out. I mean, yeah, it was a little boring later on. It's not terrible, and it's definitely better than 4, 5, and 6. Well, well yeah, I, I think our uh, definitely I'm like, oh, seven was a masterpiece. <laughs> like, after watching 4, 5, and 6, I was like, well, you know, to see me, anything like, half-competent was amazing. It,
0: it was the only one that was over, like, well over an hour and a half. It pushed on two hours, and... I needed a pick me up because we just watched four and a half hours of bad movies. Really bad. After watching three movies prior to that. So that we needed a pick-me-up, and for me, that really wasn't that much of a pick-me-up. Mm-hmm. And I love the concept, so I came yeah. up a bit for that. But it was I at did, the beginning. Yeah, it had like, a few
1: cool things at the beginning where like the, the 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 arm, Freddy's robotic arm that they were, that the, the robotics, oh yeah, that was it's great. Great. the engineers were designing for the Freddy movie. It like it went, It went. started killing some of them in the real, you know, in, well, outside I, of the movie.
0: I didn't know that that was the concept of this movie going into it. So once like the intro established, that's what was happening. I, was, I just thought, this is awesome. I, was, I, I came up a bit on a high, but it, it, the most of the it movie just drags on. on. It, wasn't, on it wasn't. It wasn't the pick me up that we needed after three terribly boring movies.
1: Yeah, I don't have much else to say about it. I didn't even take a single note on it. I didn't,
0: well, this yeah. is this is this <laughs> is start. This is when I
1: noticed Mor- morale. What was morale? At? I think morale was like at a. I, honestly, after 4, 5, and 6, morale never picked up again. And it like, did for it, me. It got, it got higher than it was, but it... It did for I don't me think at Freddy versus Jason. It never got over a 5, like, group <laughs> right. average.
2: Like, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think oh, morale... Was, my morale never picked up. No, even after eating... Yeah. Food. It
0: was so it was during 7 that that's when I started to realize how much Freddie's makeup and costume just deteriorates cuz he looks oh, it like he does like, get bad. Like yeah. he's like clearly wearing like you know a detailed Halloween mask but it's just clearly like there's no there's no to little to no makeup involved in this at all. And he's they added like a trench coat to his costume and like <laughs> they just started to elaborate on too much on something that was already great in the first
1: one. This is dragging on like <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 7. Let's get to 8. So 8 which is not technically 8 it's not I mean,
0: it's the 8th of the Do series. What
1: but you 7th was called?
0: Uh, new Nightmare.
1: New Nightmare, yes. Wes Craven's, West Cravens, West Cravens New, new nightmare. nightmare. That was like the whole movie title, I think. Yes. <laughs> there was no Nightmare.
0: Which is fine because it wasn't meant, like I said, it's not, the same thing. It's yeah. a different take on it. It's, it's new, cool. That's fine. I'm, and he
1: had a cool idea when he's explaining it. He's like, I'm having these dreams about like bad things happening, and I'm like making the movie based on it and stuff. And he's kind of talking about how like he never wrote any more Nightmare on Elm Street's because he didn't have any bad dreams that inspired him.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought that was kind of cool. Mm. And probably it's, true. It it fails in its execution. Yes. Great concept. Just it just was yeah. executed boring. Okay,
1: on to eight. On
0: H, which is Freddie vs. Jason, which is the only other one I had seen prior to going into this, other than the first one. Of
1: it's course. like ten years later than any of the other than than the, than the seventh one. So it's con- the the camera quality shot up real. Oh real yeah, this high. was like
0: 2004. Yeah, I think, it's it's, so.
1: it's uh 2003. It felt felt like a modern movie.
0: Oh yeah, to me, perhaps it's because we just watched four dull movies, so this is like six hours of just. More, because the, the sixth, the seventh one was longer. It was kind of dull, too. It's so like six and a half hours of bad movies. Uh, maybe that's what it was, but I really liked Freddy vs. Jason. I remember watching it when it first came out and finding it pretty boring and dumb, but I think that was before I liked dumb movies, like a movie that that's, uh, has fun with how dumb it is.
1: Right. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the whole premise was for everyone's forgotten Freddie, which is kind of this nice meta commentary well, or whatever. I say
0: this movie has a far better written script than it ever deserved to have because it's so stupid. It's just, oh, what if Freddie and Jason were fight? It's like a fan film, like fan fiction sort of thing. Yeah. But they actually wrote a script that's pretty smart and tight.
1: Yeah. He So, so Freddie's like, everyone's forgotten about me, so I can't haunt their dreams. So, He somehow manipulates Jason into going into uh, this neighborhood on Elm Street, is it? Does Uh, does he get him to go to Elm Street? And uh, and he kills... Jason kills people like he does. Yeah. um, But he kind of manipulates him into killing kids in a way that they think it's Freddy. Yes. So then everyone starts getting afraid of Freddy, and then they start remembering him, and now he can start haunting his dreams. So So the first first hour is him kind of gaining power. There's even a scene where he goes into a kid's dream. He tries to kill him, but he's not strong enough. Like He can't actually interact with him until Jason terrifies people even more.
0: Yeah, it's... It's
3: like I said. It's, an it's a surprisingly oddly, good idea. Surprisingly
0: well written <laughs> script because they show that oh, this is how the parents fix this problem. They any kid that still remembers Freddie, they just locked him up in a mental institution and suppressed him with drugs, and with they're an, not allowed
1: uh, hypnosis. They've been qu-
0: they've been quarantined, if if you will. But now Freddie knows this, so he 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 get goes into Jason's dream and tricks him into killing kids on Elm Street, as you were saying, and people start to remember more. The thing I complained earlier about, like, Freddy having, like, all these stupid rules introduced in every movie, and this is another one where, because that wasn't established where people needed to remember Freddy for him to haunt dreams. They just established that, I think, in Freddy versus Jason, but that's a rule that actually, I think, works. Like that's a work because it works as a way. It's like this is how. Oh yeah, I thought it. it was a
2: very and then, that's clever. Yeah, it was, and then Freddie,
0: actually clever's his way out of it. Yeah, you know, he actually has I to like come that. up
1: with something. That was actually I, that was new rules that worked uh, in in the spirit. So that's basically know, the whole movie. Movies. And then uh, by the time Freddie gains all his power. Uh, He's he's in people's dreams. Well, so, he, so the thing that you're glossing over the reason it's Freddy versus Jason because he uses Jason. I'm kind of explaining
2: it right now. Oh, I don't know. Doesn't sound like <laughs> <it>. argument.
1: Argument. <Yeah. laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> uh, so so Jason's killing people, and then now Freddy's got the powers. Freddy goes, yeah, now I can finally kill somebody. Mm-hmm. He goes to kill some kids in their dreams, and then Jason kills him before he can do it. He's just about yeah. to kill this kid, and then Jason's like at their you know at them sleeping, and he just stabs him. And Freddy goes, what the hell? You that stole my mine. Kill. Yeah. yeah, that was my kill. And then they like. Like start fighting each other. Basically, They're That's f- awesome. that's such a fun that's such a
0: fun way to set up this goofy, dumb premise of what if Freddy and Jason were fighting? It's like, well, how are you gonna make that other than just
1: showing it happen? Yeah, I actually did it. Yeah, it worked. It worked surprisingly well. I mean, I did think that that was pretty boring up until that point. Like, there are a few interesting. I things. I liked it the whole way. I, I actually think tired. they did
0: build up well, but I, I can understand. Like, we're at movie eight <laughs> at this point. It's like
1: ten at night. <laughs> I don't think anything could have brought me back up. Like, I would definitely But I did know, I, I I still I thought it. Most of it was a little bit boring I'm not gonna I, I don't wanna go into The plot points well, I where, just think the end Is worth talking about
0: And where this Where this franchise flourishes Is that it wasn't afraid To have fun with it Yeah Like like Jason Finding the the kids Partying in the
1: cornfield And he's on fire And stuff And
0: they just weren't afraid to have fun then, oh, yeah, the, they were schlocked there was a
1: really funny piece of dialogue in the cornfield so all these teenagers are having like a huge party in this cornfield and barn and stuff so they're all dancing and the camera pans in like from the sky and you know above head and kind of gets gets close yeah. and you hear this girl say you know she's dancing to like this like dance music and like she's all skanky and stuff and talking to her friend and she goes yeah I heard he committed suicide and like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> like, it's just like that, that didn't like seem a like an appropriate student <laughs> in their school yeah, and they're just, while she's like just grinding on somebody or something, goes, oh, That's a really weird piece of dialogue. I think she gets killed probably, so. Um, and then the last half an hour of the movie is basically, I think, just Freddy and Jason fighting each other, so uh, somehow Jason gets put to sleep, so then. Uh, just the kids use tranquilizers. Yeah, the kids use tranquilizers. Jason, so th-
0: Jason's not as spiritual and ethereal as Freddy is. He yeah. Is, he is a bit because he can't be killed or whatever. Yeah, but-
1: so uh, so Freddy fights him in, in the dream world and, and uh, you know, and then it. Uh, they have a good 15, 10, 15 minute fight, which is really cool because Freddy's using all his powers. Uh, And then they have the inverse after Jason wakes up, there's five minutes and then they have like a 10 or 15 minute fight in the real world where where Freddy gets pulled out. So they they both fight each other on each other's turf. And the whole time the kids are like, oh man, how can we use them against each other to kill each other? Because like we can't kill Freddy or Jason.
0: They need, again,
1: this is really they're yeah, really clever really they clever.
0: need each of the antagonists to kill each other because they know they can't
1: kill maybe them. I'll watch it again in like a year or two you know yeah. when, and not <laughs> after eight movies I
0: like if I was to <laughs> re-watch any of them one three and Freddy vs. Jason I'd watch that'd be a fun I mean, night those are the only right ones there. I would
1: ever consider oh re-watching. yeah don't touch any no, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's not a saws giving that's a funs giving um yeah, so there were a lot. So there were just a lot of great wacky ways that they fought each other that I thought was really great. I mean, yeah. first off, they have like ten fake death scenes for each of them. Oh, he's dead. Oh, he gets back yeah, up just and, keeps going. and that sort of thing. But one of them that I, the one that I really remember was uh Jason was. Uh, You know, obviously, he's superior to Freddy in the real world. Like Freddy's punching him and slashing him. Because Freddy
0: can die in the real world, Jason still can't. Yeah,
1: and it's like you know, it's the scene where you know Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones, you know, punches this huge guy, and the guy's unfazed. And then now it's his turn, the big guy's turn to get him back. Like that's basically kind of what's going on with Freddy and Jason. So Freddy has to be clever. So he walks up. It's like this. Probably ten foot tall grid of just propane yeah, tanks. like that's exactly those, the same those, one that I think those long that I think helium of. tanks or whatever that you fill balloons with. Yeah, and so Freddie Jason's on the other side. So Freddie just starts like knocking off the tips with his claws. With his claws, and then the 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 tank obviously goes. Just shooting like a, out like, like, a a missile, like a rocket like a rocket yeah he just starts using these little missiles as ways to like shoot Jason I just thought that is a great that's what I'm
0: talking about this was a franchise this was a series in the franchise that wasn't afraid to have fun with how dumb it is
1: yeah and they I knew was- this was the dumb movie but let's just embrace that I don't know if it was Freddy or Jason who like grabbed this big pile of rebar and like knocked it over and like one of the other guy started getting stabbed that was like Freddy tons impaling of, Jason yeah so he impales Jason with because like Jason
0: is of, just blunt force he just comes up with a machete and hacks that's it all through. he does that's all he does Freddy's more clever even in the real world he's more clever than that he's more fun more yeah creative. totally
1: uh, I don't know if there are any other notable parts from the scene but they were good like I, I remember that those fight scenes I loved. That was mostly the only stuff I liked about the movie. I yeah. really
0: liked it. I was impressed by how smart the script was, and then the ending half hour is just great, fun yeah, fight between cool. Freddy versus Jason, that they were they actually set up in a way that wasn't just dumb. How not, did, that, how did, how did it dumb.
1: actually end? I remember they used some fire to kill... They both win because Freddy's defeated by the fire
0: and Jason's defeated by the water, which kind of doesn't make sense because they both lived despite those things because Jason was drowned originally. Right, and Freddy was burned alive originally, so. and that's
1: somehow their weakness, even though yeah. they have already defeated that weakness the first time. But they it's died like a thing you see life.
0: Jason coming out of the water, and he has Freddy's decapitated head. Oh yeah, and Jason then Freddy, And then Freddy's, no, and then Freddy's head winks at the camera. So they both kind of live. It's kind of a cop-out ending, which pisses me off. None of them really. Yeah, been. that was
1: lame. Uh, but there's Jason just, one. He does yeah. obvious. Freddy doesn't have a body anymore. Done.
0: But he'll come back. He's and any well, I doesn't, guess he right? wants, does,
1: oh, does I guess Freddy
2: doesn't need a body.
1: Yeah, yeah, he doesn't need a body. Um, that's oh. it that's all eight movies so Morale I mean honestly I feel pretty similar <laughs> I feel like I've relived last Saturday bit, yeah.
2: just, just doing this. just going through a all the hours in hour many episode. ways there's something poetic about the fact that we've stretched this podcast up to three <laughs> hours yeah we've been, been cutting we, down we still, like, I had we, to skip uh, a bunch of shit we
0: still have to find out the bone to pick with you I have oh that's but that's a quick it's a quick one don't worry
2: anyway it's just so poetic we're really taking the listener in you know, we're taking them with us on this long Sawsgiving giving journey and making them endure what we endured.
1: Yes, it's it's a very so, similar form. I hope of that you're on a road trip. If you made Let's it through, through, yeah, yeah. I hope, you that, I hope th- that you made it through and we actually made you like we can't really do because you can just turn uh, it off. I will say, oh, no.
0: through all of this doing this two years in a row, I still have fun doing it. I look forward yeah, to I, next I year, and it's it's odd how. The move, the day goes by oddly fast when you do this. Well, like, we're gonna yes. have to
1: start at like seven
2: a.m. I looked at the oh, sun, yeah. I looked yeah. out the window, and I was like, well, "Where'd the sun go?" So <laughs> I, why is it over there?
1: So when we went, we went for dinner after number five. Yeah, and break. I remember thinking. I could have watched one movie or ten today. <laughs> I know. don't know. <laughs> like it's yeah. like yeah. I feel like we just started watching it. I also <laughs> feel like I've been here forever at the same time. Like it, it was it was very bizarre. The day, like by the time nine o'clock rolled around, I was like, that was a whole day. Yeah. Like well, how did I feel like I just? Yeah, it was weird. I don't even feel like I'm alive. Like I just. It's amazing how that. It yeah, like, uh, It is. It is a a state of. Nirvana and torture simultaneously. It is. Uh, it, it, it truly is a rebirth. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I highly encourage everybody to do it. So it's uh, it's
0: oddly fun. The day goes by really fast, and, and I you I, bond. I, I do find it. I look forward to every year now, tricking more and more people into joining the grueling SARS giving, but the bone oh. I have
1: to pick with you oh before that I gotta I gotta do some uh, promos okay. <laughs> oh my what God. follow us on Facebook real movies Wait. with real men no we started an Instagram now at real movies real men what do you what do you we, we, vision we, looks horrified yeah he right looks now. so horrified what's going on definitely follow us on Instagram because I'm putting lots of good shit out there we're coming for you Instagram yeah we're coming for you next apparently all the cool kids are on Instagram <laughs> and we're baby boomers for even using Facebook yeah. as, I've, as I've recently learned so that's uh, uh, that's what we're on. Um, our website, realmoviesrealmen.com. We're on YouTube as well. And uh, what was the last one? Oh shit! Whatever. You'll figure it out. It doesn't. Re- oh, read re- the watch. episode post because you know it's always good. You're, uh-huh. you're missing out on some yeah. high quality meme content, which I'm going to start dispersing through the Instagram. I, I'm learning about how memes work. So. Okay. Your bones. A, I have a
0: bone to pick with you. Last few days around the house, I'm seeing a bunch of fucking fruit flies around. I'm like, what's going on here?
3: And I've had this, I've had this, I've had, I've had this happen
0: before, and I'm just, okay, it happens, whatever. I'll throw it in my garbage. There's this little concoction of a fruit fly trap. But I do all that. And there's still <laughs> fruit flies up here. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I notice behind my garbage bin is like a, just a dried up old piece of pineapple. <laughs> behind my garbage, which I never have fruit platters, and, and I don't like pineapple, so I certainly never have that in the house. But this piece of fucking shit, Mullard. <laughs> Frasau's Given has this
1: giant fruit platter. He's yeah, oh, yeah, I bought an entire, great. like, yeah. a party fruit platter for the whole day, and we ate that whole thing by I've, the end of the day. And I've except heard, for the you, one pineapple piece. Except for that one that pineapple one piece. Pie- you didn't eat the whole thing. <laughs> uh, my mouth was getting sore from too much pineapple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you piece of shit. You're always bragging about your goddamn fruit platter. Oh, they're much so you good. I, I've got- quite literally heard him brag about
1: fruit I, I I love fruit <laughs> oh, platters, and oh, so no. I'll tell you why. A fruit platter... If, if you measure out the fruit, 2.2 kilograms of fruit <laughs> Listen in that. To that.
2: Oh, no. there if is if a you tr- go and buy that fruit oh, on your no.
1: own, oh, it's going to cost you $12. And that fruit platter is only $16 and it saves you like an hour of work. The fruit is pre-vetted. If I buy my own cantaloupes, my cantaloupes are probably going to be bad. And now I've wasted my money. I don't have to spend an hour doing it. And it comes with the added bonus of yogurt and an awesome tray. I buy... Tons. Of it. I'm literally going to go buy one after this podcast right now. Yeah. Like,
2: well, maybe they, they are they do awesome.
0: Throw out the shitty pineapple. You know who you else likes
1: appropriately the... in the goddamn
2: garbage? <laughs> <laughs> I did rinse out the counter. What else likes f- these fruit platters? Fruit flies. Yes, yes. Yeah, they love them. Okay. Well, that's. The... Are you going to uh, continue your trends Rhett? Dude, I'm late for my next... Do you even
0: remember? Look, we talk about trans people (laughs) all the time. It'll come up again, don't worry. Support
1: trans people. (laughs) Support trans people, not the politics. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: that's the story. So, if your air conditioner goes on the fritz, or your washing machine blows up, or your video recorder conks out, before you call the repairman, turn on all the lights, check all the closets and cupboards, look under your beds... Because you never can tell. There just might be a giving in your house.